It's episode 19 of the Personal Jukebox Podcast. My name is Simon. Starting off 2021 with some big hitters here. I've got the man who's equal in the record for the most appearances on the podcast. The idiot in the middle, Mr. Neil Ningarrett. Good evening, good evening, good evening. <laughs> 21 is a good number, 19 isn't. <laughs> Are you alright? Yeah, I'm good. It's, yeah, record equal. I'll tell you what, if I took all the Neils that I've had be on the podcast, that would be eight episodes. This eight out of 19, this will be, so yeah. It's, it's too many Neils! Yeah. I can go for years without finding another Neil, and then I'll go and work for a company, and there's like six Neils at that company. <laughs> so it's weird. I tell you, it's, it's the age. There's like three Neils at my work. Sometimes it'll be, right. Oi, will you tell Neil to grab Neil? <laughs> I'm Neil, I'm Neil G at work. It, it defines your football the rest of you. Oh. <laughs> oh, G. <laughs> what was it? Once Original was... gangster. <laughs> Once I was a lowercase G, now I'm a big G. <laughs> yeah, it, funny enough, yeah, it is, a, it, it is a big G. Massive G. Sound. Right, anybody who um, has, has downloaded this episode, thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. I've had some good figures over the last two episodes, actually. It's, uh, yeah, so anybody who's downloaded this will know that we're looking today at U2. We're looking at, like, U2 from their start up until 91. We're looking up to Actung Baby. This is going to be classed as, um, and maybe not a part one, because that'll indicate that there's a part two following it straight away, but definitely a, a volume one. And if this goes well, if we have a bit of good chit-chat, we'll come back and we'll do volume two. This is off... Well, my drunken yes, Christmas yeah, podcast yeah. episode. Um, yeah, you had to get in the festive spirits, which I did lots, <laughs> most jo- days. Jolly, jolly. I can remember so, walking out of here after, and I got all my shit, and I was going, I said, do you want to do Joshua Tree or Actung Baby? And you're like, Actung Baby. I was like, you sure you want to do Actung Baby? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It was one of those moments that I, 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 it doesn't matter whether I'm sober or, or drunk, to be fair, I digress quite a lot. And it was one of those things, it was like, oh, actually, you too, not a big fan, but like, yeah. I like some of their songs. But thinking about it, not stuff they've done after like 91. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, we're going to have to discuss this. Yes, definitely. I think I said to you about Bon Jovi as well, when it was like, oh, I haven't yeah. done anything decent since like 90 something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll come back to you too. Um, how you been? Uh, yeah, going through the motions, doing all the same thing. You're all right. You're still like um... still key workering. Yes, Ding. key worker, <laughs> key worker. Um, yeah, key, key worker number it. ones. Yeah, it's a bit of a slog. But oh yeah, 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 we're in the slog phase now. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. We're hoping for a change soon, but I don't know, man. What's the? <laughs> I'm just carrying on. Only just time ca- will tell. It just carry on regardless, isn't it? At the <laughs> moment. <laughs> uh, last time I had you on, I had some some uh, feedback from people, and I've got some feedback today as well. Oh Christ! 
<laughs> no, I like it when people get in touch. It's a lot of people. Oh, this is just going to be who on earth is that drunken <laughs> idiot? No, he needs help. <laughs> it's, so, even Stu gave me some feedback, which always good. You've the only person who's probably done this as well, and Gaz, I think, did. Um, like actual feedback on the pod and how it sounds and things like that. Oh, the music's too high, or that kind of thing. That's good. But I also like random stuff that people send me as well, which is good. Um, I've had a message from Steve. Well, he's just known as Steve the GNR fan. Okay. Okay, which I've got no problem with. Um, completely unrelated to what we're doing today. But um, he says, um, could Chinese democracy have ever been up to expectations? What do you think about um, that? No, because it was it was a total piss take by Axel, wasn't it? Let's face facts. <laughs> How many it's... years after um, Illusion was it? Illusion was 91, weren't it? 2009 was Democracy. Okay. As far as I remember, the last record from GNR would have been Spaghetti Incident, oh, which would have that, been yeah. about like 94 or something. Um, yeah, it was a couple of years after and then you probably Illusion, had a bit of, uh, probably had about two years of Axel being a bit of a spoon, and then he yeah. finally went, ah, it's all right, Guns N' Roses are still going. Well, who's who's in it? Just me. <laughs> Which was uh, okay when, then, and that's that. That was the start of Chinese democracy. When was the point when he like drew up the contracts at some gig and said, "Right, I'm not going on stage until all you fuckers sign this and I'm Guns and Roses." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right? Oh, this it, it's yeah. It's I've heard stuff that you spoke about and this and the other. It's like yeah. I mean, even at one point, Brian May. Really? I spent time in a studio with Axl Rose, right? <laughs> Recording a load of wow. lead shit for them. Have a guess how much they used of it? Zero. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Brian May, guitarist on the worst ever sung in the world ever. We will rock you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not fair. The solo at the end of that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's either that or, um, oh, God, what's that song by Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine? Oh, oh no. Sheriff Batman. Is it Sheriff Batman? That's probably the only other song which I think is it's... as bad as... Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I've got a sneak peek Queen episode coming soon. There's. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to mention. It's all right, Carter. It's quite close to home. And that, that one of my friends, John, yeah. the band he's in, uh, the guy from Carter and the Unstoppable Sex Machine, is actually in the band that he's in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> I'll message him later and let him, and let him know that you think their stuff shit. <laughs> Just that one. <laughs> Just that idea. <laughs> uh, the other, another message I had was now this is pretty random. It's from somebody who's just called for for how do you pronounce this? Formaldehyde. Is that for, you? Formaldehyde. For, yeah, that's, formaldehyde. That's what they put in cigarettes and dead bodies in it. Isn't that like what they put over someone's face when they're going to like steal them on the street? From, <laughs> Isn't that what they? No, that's that. Oh God, no, that's oh shit. I what don't is know that stuff. I don't know. Oh, that's going to bug me now. Formaldehyde is yeah. what they is what, what they use for embalming, embalming. Yeah. and and put it in cigarettes. In cigarettes? Yeah, apparently the, the um, it's either the paper or the tobacco is 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 soaked in formaldehyde. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking's bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, he's a pretty random guy. He says, uh, "Tomato ketchup, fridge or cupboard? Oh, fridge, uh, fridge all day." Oh no, mine's in the cupboard. Cupboard. It says on the side, man, store in the refrigerator. I'm such a weirdo, though, because I, I keep barbecue <laughs> sauce in the fridge yeah. and chilli sauce and, and uh, I'm into uh, Frank's hot sauce at the moment. Ooh, I absolutely nice, love nice, it. Nice, nice, nice. So all that kind of shebang's in there, yeah. but red and brown sauce is in the cupboard. You're thinking they're not as posh, aren't you? So you can just keep them in the cupboard. 
Yeah, all my posh shit goes in the fridge. <laughs> but the standard brown and red. And, and he also says, pineapple on pizzas, yes or no? It should be illegal. And I don't see the problem well, with it. No. I don't see the problem with it. Well, you should do time, basically. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's not like really um, frowned upon, isn't it? The whole. I don't do the sweet and sour thing. Like, it's, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. some people will eat a Twix and then go and eat a bag of crisps after it. Yeah. Whereas that's me, right. it's no. Nah, you got to have the crisps first and then the Twix. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd have, I'd have the crisps first. <laughs> sweet and sour. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And, the, and the last one he said was, um, "What are your thoughts on quantitative easing?" Quantity of easing. Qu- quantitative easing. Isn't that when they um, they fuck loads more money out into the country? You know, like when there's like recessions or shit, they put loads of money out. Like the bank produces more money and sends it out there to like get more money generated and go. That's around. how they get out of recessions, isn't it? Well, yeah. And obviously pandemics. Well, yeah. Well, you know, maybe that's what he's thinking. It was tied in. Also but, um, known as a magic money tree. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. yeah the golden goose. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, there's some feedback anyway. There's a couple of reviews left on the on the socials. So yeah, get in touch. Jukeboxpod at um, is that what it's called? Jukeboxpod at gmail.com. It is, no, isn't it? I yeah, have it no is. idea. It's your yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's jukeboxpod at gmail.com. I'll just follow it uh, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. As I said in the last episode, not on the Twitter anymore because Twitter is poison and toxic. It. Yeah, and just man, I can't be asked with it. I can't be asked doing the Twitter. I, Right, so yes, into the show now. We're looking at U2. Um, U2, they were formed in 1976 in, where was they? Well, in Ireland, obviously. Somewhere in Ireland. Somewhere oh, in Ireland. I'm going to apologise in advance for all the terrible Irish <laughs> accents I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> and the, the awful impressions. Okay, so they were formed in 76. The band consists of... Bono, 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 Bono. Um, The Edge, The Edge, The Edge. Uh, what's his name? Adam something. That's the bass player. Isn't oh, is Adam. it? Oh no, Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton's yeah. the bass player. Adam isn't Clayton. And then the drummer that nobody knows about, like the drummer that from Larry, the Larry Mullen Jr. <laughs> and the drummer of Black Sabbath. Just all the drummers that everyone forgets. Um, yeah, they've between they've sold between 150 and 170 million albums wow. worldwide which you know is stupid isn't it it's like mega mega plays or lots yeah definitely nice, they're the, nice they're, work if you can get it they're the 24th highest selling artist ever in the world in the world in the world ever yeah, yeah so you know you can't knock that man you no, two you phenomenally successful massive they're probably one you know was it you that was saying um What's a band who can just carry on doing sell-out arena shows? And you two are one of them bands, aren't they? They are the, the same category. The Foo Fighters have come into that category now, same as Metallica, Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They could release a, a, a recording of 10 tracks of mm-hmm. various fart noises and it would sell millions. <laughs> and there's lots of bands like that. Robbie yeah. Williams, Madonna, d- d- yeah. Do you think Robbie still could? I don't know, man. I don't know if Robbie could nowadays. There's still a market, obviously. And Madonna. Do, do you think Madonna's got like one last run in her? Do you think she's got like one last like mainstream run in her? Or do you think she's done now? It, it's going to be up to her, really, isn't it? You know what I mean? Is yeah. It, I, I, it'd be nice to actually just go, 
How you doing, love? You all right? You gonna you gonna go again, or you, you're done? Yeah, you, you're doing. Come on, gonna... let us know. Don't matter either way, because I ain't gonna listen to it anyway. Well, yeah. right, what are you doing? <laughs> you are retired or what? She, I mean, what's she doing now? Because uh, obviously, when she was married to Guy, she was you know all over the papers and shit over here. In, in she's doing quite a lot of political activism and stuff, ain't she? Really? She, yeah, she she did a, that that thing for the uh, pro. Uh, life thing and okay, whatever yeah. in America and yeah okay I didn't she's, know that yeah well she's she's been controversial in that kind of way over the years for ages and she politically yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, this is, again as we'll discuss Bonner yeah. is yeah, another yeah, yeah. example of that so. that's, a, that's a lovely little segue yeah um, yeah obviously you two are known for that we'll get into that as we go through they started the first album was uh, in 1980 uh, entitled Boy now have you ever heard Boy uh Go on. Oh, no, actually, forget... Yeah, actually, yeah, we will carry on with this. Yeah, boy, 1980, um, it got to 52 on the UK charts. Uh, it was Not actually charting then, because uh, for our younger listeners, 40 was the top mm. position. That's mm. where they'd start mm. on a Sunday on Radio 1. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is albums, so you didn't even have the albums, did you? Then? Oh, the, sorry, the exist. album's 56. Yeah, 52. Oh, 52. Yeah, yeah. In terms of sales, and what year was this? 80. That wouldn't have made much money at all. I mean, I think it was like still big successful in Ireland and that. I think it was probably a number one album. They'd have clawed back the advance from the record label yeah. probably in the sales in Ireland, yeah. but that that's not a that's not a money maker at all. It's uh, it, it spent thirty two weeks overall on like the UK album charts, which you know found found a great deal of time. But I I haven't listened to this album all the way through. I'll I'll freely say. Uh, what do you know about it? Uh, all I know about is various stuff like over the years where you've seen like you 2 on chat shows and Bono on chat shows and mm. blah, blah, blah. And then they show like the clips that are probably all going to be on YouTube now. And they show the clips of like, oh, look at this. One of the first ever gigs of like you 2 and this, and they okay. will play shit from this album. Okay. So the, the only single that they put out, um, it never even charted in, uh, in the UK. It was I Will Follow. I think it's something that they still will throw into a live set for mm. now, now and again. Uh, and that goes a little bit like this. Probably a, a different sound. This is one of the clips that they kind of play. It's this song. Okay. And it, uh, to me, it's got that, that, that indie punk kind of sound. Sounds like a killer's B solid. It, it's, 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 it's got oh, that killer sound, it's you got know? It's got that 90s Manchester type sound oh, yeah, to it and everything because well, yeah. of all that. Again, we'll get onto this. Yeah. The, the Dirt Edges style of guitar playing, so it's. Yeah. Are you, um. But again, I like this kind of stuff because it's, like it's, yeah. it's upbeat, it's, it's yeah. going places, it's cool. Hang on, let's give it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So listen. Has he got Noel Gallagher's spoon player in the background? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a French woman that plays scissors. 
Yeah, um, share um, uh, a plug for the Oasis podcast. I'm pretty sure he had an interview with the, the Spoon player on one okay. of his episodes, yeah. I haven't listened to that one, but yeah. I didn't even know there was an Oasis podcast. <laughs> it's got to be, how stupid of me. It's really good, actually. <laughs> I will actually give it if a you're listen. A fan, if you're a fan, yeah, I'll be no, I'll just have a listen. <laughs> Void the gap while I'm on lung drives at work. Oh, man. Yeah, so... You know, that ain't, that ain't bad. I don't mind that, actually. That's all right. It's a decent tune. And that album, I've not heard it in its entirety, but no. you can pick a couple of decent ones out there. But like I said, it wouldn't, in record label terms, it was... Eh, there wouldn't. In fact, I don't know 100%, or I'm not sure whether you researched it, but I'd probably say mm-hmm. that... What was the album after that one? Did they do a series of albums after that? They did an album the next year. Right, but they probably signed like a three album deal with that record label but I guarantee you it would have been a different label uh, on the Joshua Tree oh yeah I, I think by the time in fact I, it was I, probably I it was probably an indie label what they started off at I would have thought that and, and definitely the second album um, I mean there's nothing recognisable until you get to the third one really do we know what label Joshua Tree was on no I should have looked at that oh, I'll really. find it yeah yeah um I was not aware of them, obviously, in 1980, because I was two years old. You were, like, slightly older than me, but, yeah. Um, they followed that up with an album called October in 1981. That got to number 11 on the UK charts. Oh, so they're making yeah, yeah, yeah. advances by this yeah, stage. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, number 11, that's quite good, isn't it, really, for, um, you know, around that kind of time. Mm. Uh, they had two singles off it as well. Uh, one was called Fire, which goes a little bit like this. Now, I, I haven't listened to this one. Sounds like Blondie there. Call me, I'm alive, call me, call me anytime. Early 80s kind of punky. It is, it's, um, it's very, that 80s thing where punk, punk went two ways. Yeah. Punk went proper hardcore, like the Exploited and uh, Stiff Little Fingers and uh, loads of others. And yeah. this, that, the other. Or it went the pop way. Yes. Where there was yes, tons, yes, yes. tons of bands that were just turning pop. And even by that point, uh, the Clash went that way as well. And they yeah. turned pop and everything. It was like, which way are you going? Are you, are you a Clash fan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm more Joe Strummer, to be fair. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, absolute. Yeah, yeah ledge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hang on. It's like that police base, isn't it? It's just every time I hear you two, it's just the edge with way too much reverb and delay on his guitar. He's definitely got a style. He's definitely got a sound. Yeah, just reverb and delay, that's all it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that got to 35 on the UK charts, that single did. Uh, they followed it up with another track called Gloria. That that must, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, uh, number 40, you had to sell 2,000 records to do that, so they must okay. have shifted more than that. Okay. So this is, this is Gloria. So indie, isn't it? That so is, indie. isn't it? Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's it's that, it's that just popping along baseline kind of thing. Yeah, it's, I, I think what I like most about you too is the yeah. simplicity. Yeah, and you know, I never would have thought you two as I know them. Uh, like nowadays, sorry, if anybody would have come into U2 nowadays, you know what I mean? I don't think they would think U2 would have such a simplistic kind of style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah on Christmas this morning they were discussing like bands that, um, uh, uh, Pulp's one of them. Yeah. Bands that uh, write the music first and the vocalist, if they're not actually uh, playing instruments or whatever. They, they write the music, the band does, and then they go, right, what do you reckon to this? And they go, play it then. And then they sit there and they start coming up with a uh, shit in their head, the lyrics and whatnot, okay. and the melody. Queen was another one as well. Yeah, yeah. Often yeah. it's not the rest of them would just yeah, go, right, yeah. Freddie, we'll come up with this, what you're saying. It goes, have a listen then. And you two were one of them as well, apparently. Okay. The other three um, would, would just go, right, this is this. And apparently Bono was, was in the room while they were doing it, but he yeah, didn't yeah. say nothing until they got the song complete. And then he'd go, and he'd stand up and he'd start going, ma, 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 and doing. I mean, I'll, I'll do that sometimes myself in, in Jeff Nuts if when we're writing stuff. If I get a melody in my head, I start humming stuff straight away. And apparently that's what they do. Yeah, I've While def- the band are writing, they go, oh, yeah. that should have that there. I've definitely heard. I don't know if it was um, a version of One where they're, the band are all playing it and Bono's literally just going, ah, oh, chorus, 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 verse, 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 like kind of thing. It's, it's, it's. <sighs> Lyric mapping or yeah, I suppose, or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair play. Yeah, you know, it's good. <laughs> Especially nowadays, I've got plenty of time sitting in the Malibu houses to um, crack on with it. But um, nice work if you can get it. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so yeah, I was quite quite pleasantly surprised by that early U two stuff. It's it's good. It's it's good. It's fresh. I mm. like it. It's mm. yeah, yeah. It's fresh. It's nice. It's nice. Um, they followed that up too. Years later, with the album War, War, um, that was a number one. Oh, yeah, in this country, yeah, okay. it was a number one in this country. Um, it spent 148 weeks on the chart, it was number one only for one week. Uh, acclaimed albums.net, who I've referenced to back and again, uh, they rated it as the what was it, oh, 742nd best album in the world ever. But yeah, that sort of takes in everything. Second hundred and what? Seven hundred and forty-second best album in the world ever. I think Jif Jif got seven hundred and forty-first. Yeah, I think so. I read in the last poll. Obvious <laughs> <laughs> that was their um, that was their first number one in the UK. Obviously, from yeah, yeah, yeah. from what we're saying, uh, that had tracks on which you will know a lot more. You know, songs which. Became more synonymous with uh, with you two. Starting this, is with, they, this is where they started proper cracking it. Then and this yeah. is this is paving the way. So this is New Year's Day. Again, tune. I'm gonna Love get it. a camp. Hang on. See, this is where the starts. Sounds like Joy Division. Tears, isn't it? Really badly. That was, you know, earlier though when you were just saying, and I said about the Killers. That's the band that I was trying to look for in my head. That it's that, it that bassliners. Like, yeah, it is. It's the bass in it. What's his name? Joy Division man. Uh, Peter uh, Hook. Hook. Peter Hook. Yeah, Hook. Yeah, it's that. Weren't he married to Caroline Ahern? 
Was well, he? he was with Caroline. Caroline, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise you. They're all Manchester, ain't they? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah. It's yeah, it's got that bass line. That yeah. Caroline, Peter I don't know. Baseline that never ever leaves your head after you hear it. No, yeah, it's quite true. You were saying about um, on Moyles this morning, like Dom off Moyles has always been a major U2 fan, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah, I can always remember that from listening back in the day. Yeah, I I think I said to you when I was around it, I said, I'm going to listen to Moyles this week. And I didn't, (laughs) I didn't, I completely forgot about it. Toby Tarrant, who's on next, he hates U2. Oh, does it? And Abba. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I thought about Abba. I was listening to another podcast, and there was two hosts. One of them hated Abba, and one of them was a big fan. So they listened to um, Abba Gold. Right. From, I don't know, 90-something. Um, and it's got, like, you know, all the all the hits on and, and other ones. And I don't know. I, I, I was a little bit underwhelmed, I've got to say, <laughs> by Abba Gold. <laughs> I thought my favourite song actually. I always thought my favourite song was different Abba songs, but it, it's the winner takes it all, man. It was voted the, the the UK public voted it as the greatest Abba song in an ITV television program in, two, <laughs> in 2000. And, I don't know five or nine. I'll tell you a funny story. Right, I um, my mum, uh, when 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 she finally discovered like what you can do with your mobile phone you can, yeah. can connect it in the car and blah blah, blah. Yeah. and she was like oh so I can have all my CDs and all my records on my phone I'm like yes of course you can I'll just chuck them on a memory card I'll buy you a memory card this uh-huh. that, that. so anyway chucked all her, uh, all her music on the memory card and then ABBA in, mm-hmm. a, in, in the library is first yeah 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 so I'm like every oh. time I got in the car with her friggin Abba would be playing I'm like do you ever play anything else she went oh it just comes on every time it connects I'm <laughs> it like starts. of course it will because it's A for Abba so do you know what I had to do I had to put it on random yeah for yeah, us yeah, yeah, so yeah. it just keeps playing on random because she'll never change it it keeps coming if I hadn't put it on random every time she gets in the car starts it up and friggin Waterloo would start like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your favourite Abba song I do like quite. Uh, I mean, there's some good pop sensibility yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Waterloo's quite cool. Uh, knowing me, knowing you is just funny because uh, I just think of Alan Partridge. Yes. Um, but there's another one I like as well. Uh, I didn't realise that they were all split up and still carried on making albums and stuff. Like Abba. I don't know if you're up on your Abba history. Two of them were married, weren't they? And weren't then they, divorced and whatever. Weren't it two couples? And then they like split up as well and still carried on making music. Like, you Was know. it two couples? I, 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 I know two me. of them got married. I know but... two, of them, two of them did. I'm pretty sure it was two couples. I don't know. Someone's going to be saying... They might be right, yeah. But yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they still carried on doing stuff. And uh... Uh, Just e- email the show, guys, if, yes. and uh, contact us if you fancy... Uh, Doing a Abba <laughs> podcast with Soy, he'll know. love it. He will. He, went, he said to me earlier, he was like, "Do you know what? We should really start touching on uh, proper uh, sort of niche, <laughs> niche bands." Well, I said to you earlier, I'm going to do a Queen one. Yeah, I've got somebody lined up to do a Queen one, and yeah, he's going to try. I'm going to try to. I'm going to give Queen a go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to give Queen a not? go. I'm going to give Queen a go. Oh. It's- Oh, damn, yeah. God. So, we had New Year's Day. Um, they had another... Sorry, that got to that got to number 10. That was a top 10 hit in the UK. Um, they followed it up with Two Hearts Beaters One. I haven't got that one just due to time restraints. And the other single they released, it didn't get released in the UK. 
It only got released in Germany and Holland. There was no UK release, and that was Sunday Bloody Sunday. And I would imagine it's probably got, um, you know, because of shit going on. Sunday Bloody Sunday. <laughs> It's a good tune as well, isn't it? There's a few bands I like that have tackled this one. Yeah. Yeah, kind of have been. There's, a, there's one I could think of. There's a band called Ignite uh, from America, uh, like Skype Pump Band. Yeah. They've done it. It's a pretty, good, pretty okay. cool version. I think we'd be, it'd be remiss of us to be talking about you 2 without talking about maybe some controversy which they've maybe come into. I can remember when I was a kid, and I think I wanted the... It was either the Joshua Tree or Rattle and Hum album when I was when I was younger. And I can remember my mum being like, very, no, 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 I'm not buying you U2 something. Or they're like, um, like sympathisers or something like that. Uh, well, that was that. Uh, I don't know whether it was the whole band or whatever. It seems yeah. like they just go along with whatever Bono says. But I should say that's the first time he started going with this activism type stuff. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. He'll say, "I'm raising awareness." Yeah, right, he'll say that. But nice, that's, nice, that's uh, the first. Nice. That's the first. Uh, it was like he was in the room. Um, <laughs> that's the first time he started piping up, as a lot of people did, because the Northern Ireland crisis was just... The troubles. Just, uh, uh, yes, they used to call them troubles. The troubles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a crisis, it was troubles. <laughs> troubles. It's more than troubles, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, yes. Yeah. It's, and, and again, we really can't comment on it, because we was kids, we were oh, whatever, man, the I'd crap that know. went on there, I mean... I don't know, I'd, yeah. Yeah, just I'd, research, it was awful what was going on, and yeah... Oh yeah, Christ! Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, England or whatever was paying a massive <laughs> price for what our ancestors did. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you know, I'm not wanting to come across as a bit of a fucking idiot, but you know, I'm still not massively. You know, I've, I've got a, a gist of you know what the crack was then, but I, I suppose I'm bliss, blissful ignorant to it. You know what I mean? That's that, that's terrible, actually, because you know I should should possibly know. Do you more. know what I have to keep on over the years or whatever? I know about them or whatever, but it's just the same as uh, as Palestine and, and Israel. And yeah. I have to keep on going. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. What yeah. what spot that bit? It's the same with the with the Northern Ireland mm-hmm. troubles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to keep occasionally. Oh, hang on a minute. What why did why did that happen? Because oh, it was because he said that, and then they did that, and then that. Yeah. Uh, so much stuff, but yeah, don't consume yourself with that. It happened. It's been sorted, and <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, like, at the time when they'd have um, like Jerry Adams, but they wouldn't play his voice on the TV? That was BBC. That yeah, was, it was yeah, BBC, yeah. weren't it? I, I can don't remember know that. What all that was about. Um, Why was that? Why was some some censorship? Because he wasn't like saying fuck. Fuck the Queen, you know, he wasn't uh, just saying shit like that, no, was he? No, he just kept saying that they weren't responsible for these loyalist callings. So it was like, yeah. No. 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 Sork my tit. I don't, I don't know. It's, again, it's something... It's, it's, That's a really weird thing, isn't yeah, it? You can remember that. It's not so much anymore or whatever. No, but no, like, no. God, then it was like whatever the government told the BBC to do, they'd do, wouldn't they? So it's probably something... Do you think it was... Restrictions. Literally it was that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You'd see him, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
but they just would never play his voice. Was, yeah, yeah folks know. listening, if you've got five minutes, research it for us and then uh, email the show. <laughs> then let me know. I'll do an, I'll do an update. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that was their first number one album. They came back in 1984. So that's the next year. Man, in the first four years. Well, they released four albums in four years, basically. 80, 81, 83 and 84, which... Yeah, that's pretty um, prolific, isn't it, really? That is immense. Even Green Day weren't knocking out that kind of material. And you definitely don't get that now, you know what I mean? No. That must have been, like I said, that their first deal must have been like three, four album deal. It must have been. To bang that kind of content out or whatever, it must have been on an indie label. Yeah. They're on Ireland, aren't they, now? Yeah, we found out since. Yeah, Ireland is, is, that's the the album where they changed record labels, Joshua Tree, so it must Ah, be, that must have been like a four album deal on an indie label. Okay. It must have been. Fair play, because I bet all them albums are still shifting units now, so. And you'll have your, uh, they'll be on Spotify as well, so Mm. obviously you get your your plays on there and on all the other streaming sites and blah, blah, blah. Like now. 25, 25 plus year old records still coining it in. Yeah, um. Yeah, this album was called Unforgettable Fire. Uh, that was a number one album as well in 1984. I didn't realise all this kind of stuff. No, it's been no, on the. Ch- it was spent two weeks at number one as well. Um, 132 weeks spent on the chart. Acclaimed albums name this as 527th best album of all time. Uh, it was labelled as more abstract, more ambient, uh, and it was the first album that they hooked up with Brian Eno. Right, because uh, in the early days, you know, they were they, they weren't getting much radio play. They were in Ireland, but in this country, there was hardly any radio play until the Joshua Tree, and it's it, uh, there were there, there was radio play, but it would have been your late night shows on on Radio One and and yeah. your, and your you know your your sort of specialist shows and this that, the other yeah. and your indie shows and blah blah blah. It would have been that kind of. I mean, it's 83, so I can't remember. But, I mean, New Year's Day, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, I've obviously heard since loads. That would have been chucked out in there in yeah. the media, but the rest of their shit, you know, the the other stuff off the albums would have been, you know, played on specialist shows. Oh, yeah, Peel would have been playing it. Peel had knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Peel was involved with them, yeah. yeah, from the start. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's one track on this album, which was the, the lead single that they put out, and I think this is probably, it got to number three on the UK chart, so it was like their biggest chart hit in England. Uh, and this is the only one song that I would have said before Joshua Tree, Tree that people probably would have known. And you, you'll know it. Brilliant. Yeah. Again, you can hear the Edge. If you're just listening that side of your cans, you yeah. just hear that. So yeah, Pride in the Name of Love. That's a, it's a bit of a banger, isn't it, that one? Uh, this, is, this is one of the songs that I used to scare the shit out of my mum or whatever. I'd, we'd have it on, a, in, in or whatever, and then my mum would be in the kitchen cooking up the set it would be playing or whatever, and then I'd just run in from out and go, In the name of love! <laughs> and she got Christ, I'm like, you're frightening the crap out of me then, you dickhead. <laughs> this bit. Run up behind it. Oh, no! Run up behind it, scream it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a tune. That was probably their, well, from what we've heard, that's like the best 
big song by them. There's going to be somebody out there who's listening to this who are well into their U2 and especially the early stuff. And there's going to be like proper corkers on them albums. I might, I might chuck this in my live set tomorrow. Hey, hey a little bit of a plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. I'm terrible. I'm such a media whore. <laughs> okay, so there was that one. The only other single they released um, got to number six. It was a track, The Unforgettable Fire, which title track from the album. I don't know this one at all. I can see the more ambient kind of... He, well, what, what was Eno working on? Was he the guy who worked with Bowie? Brian Eno. Yeah. Brian Eno, Brian Eno. I keep, forget, I, I keep thinking it's the one out of the Stray Cats, but it's not. That's Brian somebody else. I always get it confused with the, the singer from Placebo, weren't he? Somewhat like Brian... Brian Molko. That's it. <laughs> 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 yeah, when, I, I'm pretty sure Eno worked with Bowen. Yeah, it's, it's one of those names. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Wikipedia is your friend, I suppose. I should have looked before. You know, I could listen to this. This is alright, this is chill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He was with Brian Ferry and Roxy Music. Oh, no shit. Go on. Oh, this called. I know this song. Chill. Oh, that's class. So much good. Something's going to become apparent as we get these albums, I'll tell you, because I've had a bit of a, an awakening over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a playlist up of you two after <laughs> yeah, this. I'm right, I'm right, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was The Unforgettable Fire. So they've put out four albums in four years. We're speculating, we're speculating that, yeah, they were probably on some kind of indie label or something then. We know from Joshua, from the next album, The Joshua Tree, they were signed to Ireland Records and still are to this day, aren't they? Is are that they? right? Okay, I, th- I believe yeah. so. Okay, right. I believe so. You're going to make me look like a right cunt no, no, now. No, 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 it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's all yeah. right. Google's got the usual shit. People also search for Def Jam, of course they would. Virgin, <laughs> oh, yeah. Polydor, Republic, Mercury, Universal, and now, all the rest. Now, all of them that have never given me a deal, yeah, dickheads. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joshua Tree, the Joshua Tree was put out in 1987. Now this made them, I don't know, up there as one of the couple biggest bands in the world at they, the time. They arrived at this oh, point, I man, think. They kicked the door down, I'd say, at this point, yeah. Uh, it's a number one album, again in the UK, 201 weeks on the chart. It was <sighs> number one for two weeks. Oh God, 201 weeks, that's over, that's over two years. It's over three years, isn't it? Two hundred. Oh One shit! Week, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nearly Where's four. Where's my maths? That's <laughs> awful. Christ, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's in the in the in the chart. You know what I mean? That's before yeah, it yeah. dropped off the seventy-five. So album, they've the the album seventy-five chart. So yeah. That'd have been on your shelves in HMV for because I used decades. to have the full chart, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It spawned their only two American number one singles, and. It was number one in over 20 countries. Uh, it's been certified as 10 times platinum in the US. The album sold over 25 million records worldwide, which is just, you know, rec- um, phenomenal. 
Uh, acclaimedmusic.net write it as number 40 in the top albums of all time. Everything ever. And, man, I tell you what, this is the first time that I, I listened to the albums that we were going to cover, yeah? And if this album would have... Say if it was an EP that ended at, like, track five or six, I'd put it up there with, like, fuck me, the top shit ever. The first half of this album is, like, so good it's untrue. They, well, basically, they shit all over the Beatles on their rooftop uh, performance, didn't they? Yes, because yeah, basically, yeah. I'm just I'm ripping this straight off the internet, obviously. But it said basically on the on the recording of the video uh, for "Where the Streets Have No Name," uh, the band attracted over a thousand people during the video filming, which took place on the rooftop of a liquor store in downtown Los Angeles on the 27th of March, 1987. Uh, the band's performance on the rooftop in a public place was referenced to the Beatles' final concert mm-hmm. as depicted in the film Let It Be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you watched many of them Beatles films? Well, <laughs> everyone that knows me, and I've said it before, however, uh, the Beatles are the most overrated band of all time. Mm. However, there are some fascinating things about them. Oh, there are. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and I do like some of their songs, but they're still the, the most overrated band of all time. <laughs> um, back to you too. Yeah. Now this is where they fucking take next level shit, man. Mm. Oh my god! Right, this—the first thing. This was... is where we all have to get separate bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't it like Edge and Bono had one each, and then the other two guys had one between them? <laughs> See, this know. is this is something that Jif will never do because we've got side contracts to say everything is equal. I'm not joking, seriously. Yeah, we signed no everything axle off. shenanigans. Here. Oh no, there's, there's no axle in Jif. I'm telling you now, everything equal. The likes of PK, he could literally. We're doing an album that'll be out in 2022. Yeah. Right. If PK doesn't even have anything to do with it whatsoever, he will have full writing credit, full performing credit, full. It's 25%, everybody. There's four of us, mm-hmm. no matter who does whatever, equal split. Man, uh, it's the best way to go I in think a band. If you're not doing that, Absolutely then. Absolutely the best way to go in a band. Doesn't matter who does what. Yeah. You know, all you can, equal. You can just imagine those um, arguments at backstage at the Oasis gigs, couldn't you? When it was like, well, I wrote all the fucking songs. It was like, well, I'll fucking sing them. Well, I'll write them. If I didn't write them, you'd have nothing it's, to fucking it's that sing. Thing is, you know? Like I said, nobody's better than anybody else. And then you you don't get any Billy Big Bollocks or whatever mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. going on because it's just like, nobody is any better than anybody else in a band. You because meant to be at a band, the end of the it's day, if, band. At the end of the day, if Soy buggered off or whatever, yeah, you can get another drummer, but it ain't going to be Soy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and the same. Like, you know what I mean yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. PK yeah. goes or whatever it's like he was my number one choice in GIF since day one or whatever yeah. and I yeah. finally got him he buggers off he might as well not even bother doing the band because it's not that four way thing that uh, anyway we digressed again but yeah no that's good that's good where was I saying <laughs> oh yeah we, we, right. those bastards making shit loads of money <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the first half of this album is awesome the first five oh, tracks oh yes the first single that was released, it got to number four. Um, man, if you're a Friends fan, you've probably heard it on there as well. <laughs> Wowzers. Epic. I mean, I could sit here and just listen to the, the whole song, really. But... The Edge ain't that good a guitarist. Bono ain't that much of a good singer, right. but this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I think um, I did an episode with Neil, Neil Strong, at the chart countdown recently, and there was a U2 song on there. And I think he said, man, 
Loads of people could sing better than Bono, and it's, it's, it's right, isn't it? Bono ain't the greatest vocalist in the world. But again, like I said before, the band have got simplicity. Yeah. Nobody's better than anyone else. This is what they do. Everyone's at the same level, and it works. Yeah. And this, I mean, everybody knows this fucking song as well, don't they? What was he using, friends? You are. Yeah, it was like the, the first time Ross and Rachel got together kind of thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> are you not a friends fan? No, no, no. It's, no. I've said this before, Terry. No, the only one thing I like from friends is smelly cat. <laughs> what are they feeding you? <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> when his vocals go up as well. You know, I know it's one thing listening to it. it every song is just a big fucking build-up as well. Yes, they... Yes. Yeah. On this album. On that's this album, good, especially. Yeah, even um, yeah, we'll come to another one, but just it's just. I mean, they missed up. a trick there. Yeah, they could have done the whole Westlife thing or whatever, like built sat on sat on chairs the at the Irish. start or whatever. If Louis would have been exactly. There. <laughs> he just smarted it. Up. What would he have I said? You, <laughs> you're good, but I tell you what, this needs right. Start the song off when it comes to that wonderful bit towards the end. All get off off your chairs. The Take crowd will go wild. <laughs> Right, yeah, go, go and listen to it, man, if you want to hear some more of that, because, yeah, it's good. Uh, they followed that up. Second single, another cracker. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. You can tell. Am I wrong now saying you can tell that it, it, this is a fucking confident band now? You know what I mean? There. Honestly, the rhythm section is fucking phenomenal. They're shitting out solid gold by this point. They're shitting ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's it's like that, um, just the rhythm section, the drum and bass. It's so in, in you, you, what's the word? In union, unision. Unison. Unison, that's the one, unison. I wouldn't have been able to uh, answer that question on the Christmas podcast. I'd go, uh, but what are you talking <laughs> about? You're just saying. The harmonies on that on the um, chorus as well as it goes on. Okay, so... I tried to do a sat-nav once with Bono's voice. Oh, God, this is going to be a dad joke, isn't it? I tried to do a sat-nav, but unfortunately, like, it did work proper. Because <laughs> basically, the streets had no names, and nobody could find what they were looking for. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, if folks. I'll be here all week. If I had sound effects, it'd be a... <laughs> we'll move quickly on. Uh, yeah, let's... That album starts with one of... 
mate, this is like one of the best album opening things that there is, <laughs> that there is ever. I mean, man, right. I don't even know how to describe this, because it's slightly off. The keyboard's slightly off, in it? And that makes... I don't know. It's, I don't know it's, it's a combination. No, the keyboard's on. You see, this, and we'll come to it now, is the effects that Ed uses. Is massive, literally high, hard on the reverb and the delay. Yeah. Ridiculous. He uses it more than Brian May does when he's doing his solos and whatnot. Goosebumps. <laughs> like on this do, you get the sh- do you get the shivers with yeah, the yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that signifies an amazing tune. This bit, man. I can imagine live this is. Have you? You've never seen YouTube live, have you? No. Nah, no, mate. I never will. Probably. Nah, I will never will. Nah, but. I, I, I did this last Saturday on my live set. And to, yes, you did. To, to yes, learn you this did. song, like, it, it's just brilliant. I would have liked to put these bits in, but obviously it's just me. So it's oh man, if you could have the keyboard stuff in the background. No, I learned them anyway because I wanted to know yeah, what it yeah, was, yeah. and it's such a simple riff. It's oh, it is, simple. yeah. All about the reverb yeah. and the and the and the delay. Just simple bass lines again, isn't it? Is it, does right? What we've got going on now is 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 basically. A bass drum clicking. Yeah. We've got the bass the bass going boom, 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 yeah. boom. The edge is only going diddle little 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 You've got the delay and it becomes diddle little 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 Yeah. That's it. Man. And then he's in. And once again, this is just a build up. Just and often as not, often as not, I guarantee you, they did this, played it to him, and, they were, uh, and he probably didn't tell him what he was going to sing when he comes in. And the first time he ever did that, they probably went, they probably went, we didn't think you were going to do that. Because you don't, because yeah. you don't, because it, yeah. in the band, it, I've wrote stuff before when uh, I, I, I've done all the music for it or whatever, and I'm going, I can't come up with lyrics or whatever. Oh. And Les has stumped up and gone, oh, don't worry about that. I've got melody and lyrics and everything. And he's done it, told me what they are, and I've gone... Well, they weren't anywhere near what I was thinking of doing. Uh, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's very easy, isn't it, to follow the guitar, like, kind of hook and, yeah. and rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. The hook and the melody are totally different things. <laughs> I was going to say it's just, crap, I meant to say it's class. I'm just thinking, when I did my vid last uh, yeah. like, week, when I was singing that bit, when, when it's... See, you probably was giving it some then. I had to literally, like, look up at it, because I couldn't give it down the mic. It's like so loud, and I'm looking up above and I'm thinking, the poor son who lives above me is thinking, oh God almighty, he's doing it again. He's it? off again. He's off again. <laughs> boom, boom, He's boom, fucking boom. live, fucking Facebook videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I said the F word and I was planning on not saying it all night. <laughs> Are we really? Are we yeah, trying to self-censor? Yeah. <laughs> My mum's on about listening to him. She's found out God, about okay, it. She's yeah. going, 
because oh, you, you gave the plug. The, yeah. What's all these podcasts you're yeah. doing? And I went, actually, mum, you can listen to these. Yeah. I, I told her as a girl, I was like, Sorry don't, don't, don't ever listen to the GIF ones. You cannot, don't, don't ever do it. Nah. Uh, but like, size podcast, yeah, listen to them, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to land yourself in the shit there, did you? Sorry, it's all again. <laughs> um, the, the fourth single was called In God's Country. Now, I mean, it's different again. This only got 48 on the charts. Um, but yeah. It's that reverby kind of thing again. What track number is this? I don't know what track it is. That's um, right, because when I listened to it, the one about it, got to one of the songs and I thought, oh, this is where you flip the B side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll talk about that in a bit because. Halfway through this album, that's where your B-side would have been, and it starts to take a crap turn. Get it does, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. It gets rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll skip this one. The next, the only other track that I thought was quite like good... This one, I like this one. That, I, like, I like this one, Bullet the Blue Sky. I think this was about track three or four. This is where it starts diminishing, I think. This is where it starts to get filler, not killer. I don't know, I didn't mind this one. I think it's, it's the guitar as well, when it comes in. Even Adam's going on the effects on the bass here. He's, he's, he's <laughs> had a word there. He, he got a spare pedal I can use. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, this one's OK. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's after this, it starts to go seriously south. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, the first half of the album I'd put up there with, like, nearly all the albums in, in ever kind of thing but yeah the second half tails it it's a proper yeah see a lot of albums you don't look at now in a, in an A&B side because it ain't no more is it it's not an A&B side it was an odd thing or whatever it's like the, the B side on, on like a 12 inch LP mm-hmm. as it was or whatever it's the amount of times it didn't get you to listen to or whatever because you put that on and of course obviously now everything's instant this that the yeah, other yeah yeah even, yeah even even in the age of tape or whatever that that evolved eventually so everyone had like auto reverse high speed dubbing so you didn't even have to change the tape over <laughs> or whatever but in the days of vinyl the amount of times people just got lazy and it was just like oh, I've listened to the A side I can't even be asked to get up and flip the B side and that's what happened all the so singles a lot a lot of a lot of shit years ago when everything was on vinyl that bands would purposely put the crap oh, top, stuff on B top load they, of course they, they would yeah, like, yeah. put your big hits on there yeah. if people majority of time unless they're fans you're buying the album because you've heard I mean, the CDs changed everything because that literally got rid of the B side yeah changed yeah. everything did you know you know um Oh, there's a random one. Brian Adams, yeah, when he put out Waking Up the Neighbours in 91. Yeah, my mum's he... got that on vinyl as well as Joshua Tree. Yeah. Okay, so that was off the back of Everything I Do, I Do It For You. That's track 12 on a 15-track album. Which is just absolutely... Jeez. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Christ. It's like really weird. I, <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm looking at doing a Brian Adams album, but that, I just oh, know that. Come on, everything you do. But you 12 do. on a 15-track album, it's like... Yeah, weird. How many songs do you reckon he wrote for? Them? Sixteen. One got binned. The rest got used. Fifteen tracks is too much for an album as well, isn't it? Nowadays, yeah. It is. It is. Even then, yeah. I think the sweet spot's probably twelve. Is my. Yeah, I was going to say eleven or twelve. Twelve. Any more than twelve, idea. I think you. Yeah. Twelve. Keep, my keep idea them for well, there ain't B sides now, is there? But keep them for something else if you're after that. 
If you can't do what you got to say in 12 songs, then, you know, you, well, you're waffling. Used to, I said in the 80s or whatever, it was like all the shit that, that, that got been got bin from the album, they, they were your B-sides. Yeah, of course. So that's what you used to yeah, yeah, yeah. B-sides yeah. on the singles, should I say. A lot of bands, B-side. That That's kind of made me a big fan of Oasis, was that the B-sides was... That they was started the on that. The, the, yeah. the B-sides became cult, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you could have four tracks on a B-side single, yeah. on, a, on a CD There's single. loads of bands are like that have released... Their, it's their classed B-side, as an EP their, now, isn't it? Their, their B-side stuff, and you think... How did you not put this on an album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm a fan of some of their stuff, but um, you know, like the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. The the, the amount of material that like Corgan was churning out, like around between their first couple of albums and stuff. Have you seen that image of Billy Corgan when he's been on a roller coaster and he still looks miserable? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just like <laughs> he's way too cool for school, isn't he? Well, that was substandard. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> And there is none better than me, so... <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do, do you want to hit the next album, Rattle and Hum, or do you want to have a break yet? Uh, I think have, have we, we've we've gone there, haven't we, really, with, with Joshua Tree. Like I said, or whatever, I, I yeah. believe, absolutely yeah. unbelievable, I think, yeah, sorry. in the age of the B-side, I think mm-hmm. that's where they were like, yeah, we've done what we've done, that's it. Stick the filler towards the end, I think. Yeah, and, and as I said, I think... At this point, they were definitely up there in your top handful of... That's your biggest bands in the world, isn't it? You two. They yes. were on... Oh, it was full-on kick-off. That was it. They were, yeah, full-on kick-off. I mean, at the time, 86, biggest band in the world, roughly, were like Dire Straits and that. Probably, so they came yeah. and kicked their asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brothers in Arms era. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. They were touring the bleeding world and they were massive, absolutely massive, huge. Everyone knew them all over the world. And then... There you go. And and obviously you they were, two... They were in the replacing stage. Yeah, well, you know... I'd, of your massive shit. I, I think you two were... What, when was Live Aid? Was that 85? 85. Okay, so they obviously performed at that, I'm guessing, as well. Well, obviously, oh, because... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before Joshua Tree, let's yeah, face it. Yeah, before Joshua Tree, yeah. Geldof got, got him on there to go, yeah. well, tonight, thank God, it's there instead of you. Which, before Joshua, was his most famous... Yeah, line, yeah. On it. do you remember like when that was redone and it was like, oh, who's going to get the Bono line? But it well, was Bono. Is, well, do, do you remember Band Aid at the time? Or as, I, I remember it. You I, I, don't mega remember, young. I don't remember it. Well, like, I do, yeah. and I remember seeing him on the video and going, oh, I oh, know that geezer from hearing the shit that oh, we started. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. From hearing Sunday Blue Sunday and the other yeah, tunes that he played yeah. a while ago, oh, I oh, know him. That's the Irish geezer with the mullet. <laughs> Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I think I probably only really became aware of them the next album. Oh, you know, really like the Rattling Home. But we'll get on to that. We'll leave it there. Then we'll, we'll go for go for a quick break, then, shall yeah, we? We'll um, go for a quick just break. before that, then, should, should we give uh, marks out of ten, or should we give it? Should we do it a yeah, a Kerrang vote? Oh, what on on Joshua Tree? Yeah, well, oh. I'm gonna go with four K. Man, if everything would have carried on as it was, then I would easily give it a 4K, maybe a four and a half. But the good songs are good, aren't they? Yeah, uh, that's what makes it a four. I'll give. I, I tell you what, even it, though half of it's crap, it still comes a four because the first half is the bollocks. Here's one. Do do this. Um, I'm giving the albums now instead of a mark out of ten, a, a grade like oh, a okay. like a, an, a letter. Like a what mark, would you yeah. give it? A, a, a grade. Like oh, a, what, a GCSE grade? Yes, a GCSE grade. Oh, God, it's better than C. Even I managed to see in one of mine, so uh, I'm going to give it 
Uh, a B minus. Now I'm going to give it a solid B. Okay. If you're going to yeah. do it that way. I'll give yeah, it a B. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, B for Ning, B minus for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. We'll hit rattle and hum in a minute, uh, and then we'll get into the finish the hors d'oeuvres and get onto the main course of Acton Baby. Don't forget, you can get in touch with the show directly, jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook, search for Personal Jukebox Podcast, on Instagram at jukeboxpod, and leave a review or comments, spread the word, spread the gospel for the Personal Jukebox Podcast. With with your man Morrissey, <laughs> but he wasn't invited. So what's all that about? He just shown up, man. It's a miserable. Sorry, he's come round here, right? Yeah, and he said hello. He's just sat in the corner moaning about like shit. some socialist shit. He's, he's probably what, what? being cancelled now, isn't he, Morrissey? The, the tide's lot like, proper turned against him. Oh, he's pissed off the millennials because he's oh. been borderline racist, he's been yeah. borderline homophobic, even yeah. though he's, is he gay or boy or whatever he is himself? You yeah, do he's, a Google search, he's he doesn't He's pissed say. off the gays and he's one of them. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? <laughs> God. What do, you, what do you think about the Smiths? Uh, ju- Johnny Marr was the brains, that's it. Like like we said about you, like a best of band kind of thing, or do you not even think there's enough for that? Um, Morris is lucky he got asked to be in the band. Remember when Kurt did the whole teen spirit? Remember on the top, on of, the top of the pops? Yeah, and, yeah. and Dave Grohl, when they were miming, yeah. uh, it was in the, the pads they put on the drums. Yes. So they don't yeah, make yeah, the yeah, sound Dave's or whatever. Drum. Dave, he's there just like <laughs> jumping around or whatever, just like being like a toy drummer. And then the vocals are on, the vocals are on on it because he opens it up with uh, load up on drugs, kill your friends. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Man. Enough, enough Smith's talk. Why, why did you... 
just cause you know. Okay. <laughs> vary it up. Well, it, it was either going to be that or it was going to be something by Dua Lipa. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there you go, personal jukebox podcast, random ass. Um, right, we're talking about U2, back in part two of it. Uh, we got up to the Joshua Tree. Now, I was saying the U2 were basically one of, if not, they were either one or one A biggest band in the world, possibly at this point. They followed it up with an album called Rattle and Hum. Now, we just had a little chat about this as well. It, it's a double album. It's basically got new songs, it's got live tracks, it's got covers, it's got um, them working with different artists on different songs. Now this is where I really became aware of you 2 I can remember watching, you remember watching the chart show back in the day? Remember the chart show on ITV? It used to be on like Saturday mornings and they'd play videos. And oh it, yeah. It, right. That was the yeah. first time I ever became aware of the indie charts or shit like that. Um and I can remember. Oh, yes, they used to separate it, didn't yeah, they? The yeah, rock yeah. Charts, the metal charts. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, and it'd like focus that. on certain yes. ones every oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a little five. Yeah. What, what, well, what should have been five minute, but it ended up being five section on I'm. Five second section on I'm Maiden. I would say that's probably where Maiden probably got a lot of play, really, didn't they? That's all, yeah. Oh God! In the early nineties and that, it was yeah. like it was. Uh, they were still coming off the off the back of like uh, Ozzy Osbourne being responsible for people committing suicide and the other. So it was like early nineties. It was like, ooh, watch out for the metal bands are still a bit edgy. Careful, <laughs> including Iron Maiden. I tell you, a, what, bu- a bunch of blokes in the in the forties. Be careful. The, the one here's here's a credit I'll give Iron Maiden, knowing that you're a fan and Les obviously from last episode. They were the the artist that took Cliff Richard off number one. He had the Christmas number one, and then they came back with, um, what was it? Daughter to the Slaughter, They're was it? They were only number one, yeah. Bring your daughter to the Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knocked Cliff Richard off number one. Oh, yes, uh, yes. It would have been... Because it was the first one of the year, weren't That's it? That's correct, right. It was my first ever gig, proper gig, NEC, yeah. uh, oh, God, it was either 14th or 15th In the last episode, you haven't heard it yet, Les says that. He says he went the one day and you went the day. Yeah, he went before me with That's PK it, yeah, and yeah. then I went with yeah. uh, my mate Birchie uh-huh. uh, from school um, and another lad. Uh, so, yeah, he, that they would have gone on the 14th, we would have gone on the 15th. Yeah. Cliff would have been at number one at that point. Before Christmas, yeah, he had the Christmas number one, and then the week after, mm-hmm. that's the one that did it. Yeah, and it's it's in that vinyl box down there, <laughs> picture disc. Bring it up to the slaughter. Surely, I'll even... show you after. You'll be in awe of it. <laughs> Surely, even Maiden fans can't argue that Bring You to the Slaughter is like one of the most ridiculous ones. <laughs> I remember the announcements on the Sunday night on Radio One. Mark Goodyear was doing the charts, uh, and he. Couldn't quite believe it. Yeah. Whatever. It's like the first heavy metal song ever to be number one in this country. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I am mean and bring your daughter to the slaughter. I sound a bit like Tony Blackman there, but you get the gist. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, Tony funny. Blackman here. This is I made and bring your daughter to the slaughter. <laughs> so, so Joshua Tree was released in 87. Rattle and Hum again. Man, this, they're so prolific. Rattle and Hum was released in 88 as a double album. So it was got to number one, 65 weeks on the charts, which, you know, is a proper tail-off from the other albums. Um, it was only number one for one week. The lead single off it was a song that you're obviously going to know. Yeah. This was the lead, so there was more. After, there was yeah, like this was three the after this, yeah. two, three after yeah. this, yeah. Okay. Now, 
I think I can remember the. I think the video, as I said, seeing it on the chart show, it was like maybe them in a car or a, a, a tour van or something going across the American like. And they had the image upgrade. They, at this point as well this, the suck. hair was getting shorter just like Metallica did yeah. and, and, and Maiden eventually or whatever yeah. yeah they had the image upgrade by this point I think Bono um, hadn't got the mullet um, the Edge has still got his beanie hat on and, and, and the goatee has he ever took that hat off? Uh, probably not no. have you ever seen a picture of him without the hat on? no I don't think so I'm just thinking through my mind bank now I'm just wondering what's underneath it Scary. Maybe it's a skull cap. <laughs> but it's another beanie. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they suffered a lot of um, negative feedback, especially from fans who thought they'd embraced like Americana a bit too much and they'd got a bit too big for their britches and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know, as I say. Well, Great Britain. England especially, we're, we're real cynical buggers, ain't we? Mm, yeah. So, the Irish, obviously, they, they traditionally don't like us, granted. So, they're, because a lot of them as well, when the shit kicked off, how many of them went to America? Oh, yeah, So, yeah. a lot of Irish people will side with America than us, no matter what. Do you think that's, like, kind of why they become as big as they did? Because there's, there's always a big... Um, Irish thing. Americans fucking love Ireland. The Americans Irish, you know literally I mean? treat Ireland like it's like like it's an island off off Manhattan. They, you, you know what I mean? Do, there's, there's a real like, um, yeah. a real kinship. It's between like, oh, you've only got to go on a ferry, like you know, half hour on a ferry to, from New York, and you, you'll be in <laughs> Ireland. You know, it, that's what they yeah. really think. Do you think that's part of? Um, like New York especially has got that hasn't it uh, New York, Boston all the yeah, places that they, yeah. they'd migrated to like yeah. the Celtics you know what I mean it's like that you know it's got the shamrock sign and all that kind of thing going on Celtic, Celtic Celtic however you, however you pronounce it yeah. is it the is it the Celtics or the Celtics I don't know I think it's it, it's Celtic when it's football and it's Celtic when it comes to religion and yeah. the settlers and the, because it, the immigrants. Because it's Celtic, the football team, or it's Celtic band, your brother's tattoo. If you're referring thing. to Boston, like the Tea Party and whatever, it's Celtic. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it, though? Why is that? I don't know. Again, if any of the listeners would like to uh, Google search for us yeah. and uh, email us back, then, yeah, yeah we'd love now, to know. Now, this is probably the first current, at the time, U2 song that I was aware of. Again, exactly what you were saying, singing about a place in America. Yeah. So, yeah. Harlem, yeah, yeah. yeah. i tell you what, this... Bono hooks, that's what he does. Yeah, I want to give it He'll a bit. He'll grab your attention from out of nowhere. You think, oh, here we go, another generic U2 song. And he's going, yeah, and then from all of a sudden, bosh, 
Oh, yeah. got yeah. your attention now, have I? I want to turn it yeah. up where he goes, where he extends like that, the build up to the one chorus, because that's, you know, that's good. I like that. Um, or maybe this was the one in the in the car. I don't know. Like we were talking about before the band wrote the song he has another song in his head that yeah. he's doing to the song that the band have wrote yeah I know it's in partly I shouldn't like it because this is probably the U2 song that reminds me of like Blues Brothers kind of stuff more than anything yeah, it's got cool. like the horn section <laughs> it's got like the horn section that kind of I oh, fucking you know, that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I want to. I want to get to that bit. See, it breaks down now, doesn't it? I think this is so Blues Brothers now. Yes, yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> you are. It's like that, man. How long have we got on this one? Hey, I'll tell you what, what? We, we discussed just, he ain't got that much range, but if that's actually him singing, he can, he can, he can hit an eye note. Yeah, well, yeah. It's this bit. Now, yeah, we're going to build up to it. This is the best bit, man. Really good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bono screaming. Yeah, it. yeah. It is good. Um, that was the that was the second single that got to number nine. Then they released uh, a team up with BB King, isn't it? When Love yeah. Comes to Town. This was the third single. This got to number six. Um. Channeling Bon Jovi there, man. It sounds like, huh? I'm just googling pictures of BB King, Ooh. and obviously it's a podcast. I know, so you can't see, but man, check out that guitar. I've, I've, I've just had a little bit of a strange feeling down downstairs. Solid. Solid. Good lord! Oh, <laughs> ain't that a beast? Oh my days! Is he still alive, BB King, or is he dead? He's, he, he died in 2015. Did he? Yeah. Oh God, go on. <laughs> Nearly Wikipedia. There he is looking like. Um, like he's about to play snooker. <laughs> oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, there he is look, looking like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> he does excellent on a picture. <laughs> Hello, let me play the guitar for you. <laughs> what was the song? Oh, free Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Who was that? Who did that? Oh, God. Some activist group, uh, one of the teamed up with the specials. Uh, the, 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 uh, one of the guys from the specials, uh, he, he, 
It was his activist group that did that song. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Man, I can't remember. Oh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. come back to the, me. The other thing, the last single I released, it got to number four, eight weeks on the chart. This is one I was a little bit less au okay with. I must say. Oh yeah, that's like a. We discussed this earlier. This is yeah. one I forgot, yeah. and it's like I've rekindled it because I'm like thinking, oh, I remember this now. I actually like this. It's not bad, you know. It's not bad. I, I, th- I think why they got a bit of a because weren't there a movie as well or a documentary? Oh, sounds like. Oh, I can definitely remember having like a smash hit at this time, smash hits magazine, and there was definitely like an advert for I don't know if it was a, a movie or. a what, and this was the soundtrack? Or? No, 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 like for this album. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, there was loads of promo videos like yeah. on, on television and, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. the adverts for it. And Oh, the um, oh Christ, they were knocking out our price adverts and everything for it and doing yeah. videos of it. There was a, <laughs> there would have been a VHS and everything for this. The I think whole was. kit caboodle, yeah. yeah, there was, yeah. Um, the, the album, the album actually opens with the cover of Helter Skelter, which I've never got Helter Skelter, yeah? I'll be honest, it ain't one of them Beatles songs that immediately goes out to me. And oh, it's Bono's, it's a bit cringy at the start, where he says, um, Charlie Manson stole this and we're taking it back or something. It's a song Charles Manson stole from the Beatles. We're stealing it back. Such a cock. And that's how the album opens. Yeah. So not true, though, really. <laughs> Space Facts, one of the Beatles almost got involved in his cult, so that's utter nuts. Have you seen all the stuff with like the Beach Boys and stuff involved with that? Yeah? Mental? Yep. Um, Brian Wilson was a personal friend of his for quite a while. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's a proper weird setup, isn't it? Oh, can we do a pod on the Beach Boys, by the way? Because uh, one of my favourite fucking really? Well... I don't know whether I've even said this. I might yeah. have done an opponent. Not on I've sent it to loads of people, blah, yeah. blah, the best song in the world ever, bar none. God only knows by the Beach Boys. There you go. I've okay. said it. Well, you know, so I'm a Desert Island disc and I made the choice and I was like, I stuck at it. That's it. Best okay. song in the world. You know, I, I keep referencing like acclaimmusic.net. The number one album is Pet Sounds. Again, my mum has it on vinyl. Keenel, get me mother in on the next bloody pod. Her vinyl collection's the bollocks, I'm telling you. <laughs> right, so this as well, it's had... Um, oh, crap, not that one. It's had like live versions I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yep. Um, Bullet the Blue Sky, which we, we had earlier. It also had this. There's tracks, live tracks, everything just chucked together, man. Double album, we got, what is it? 17 tracks. 
I never listened to the the actual recording of it, like on CD or vinyl or anything. But yeah. a Defo saw saw the video of yeah. it as a kid. Defo. Okay. Who's that singing? Annie Barna? I don't think it is. So yeah, it's it's got like all you know in intermixed songs, and it's also got this. It's only like a. Oh, can I just say it's a rubbish version as well? Oh obviously. yeah, it's not great, is it? Massive Hendrix fan. Yeah, yeah. I don't listen to Hendrix. So I hear him. <laughs> <laughs> this is track fifteen as well. Star Spangled Banner, Hendrix. It's literally credited. Hendrix's live version. This this is a segue into the edge. So, yeah, as I said, I think they caught a lot of flack from this album. Like, there was a proper backlash against them, apparently. Uh, yeah, fans this, didn't like this, it. This is where they start to... Uh, the cracks are starting to uh, open and they're starting to come a bit more transparent. And like I said, people like me, uh, musicians, guitarists or whatever, especially guitarists, will go to certain guitarists and go, hang on a minute. That's a bit racist, isn't you? Are you actually that good or what? And it's like <laughs> they're good in terms of if he's if the edges wrote that stuff or whatever. And yeah. I I like to think that he's just started off just playing out some chords. Yes. Then he puts his his delay and reverb shit on it. But basically, the the edge is there's nothing to him. It's all about the delay and the reverb. And I'm going to take this opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Um, play out a Bill Bailey sketch uh, which is basically a catastrophic error at a U2 gig Thank you very much. We're you too. <laughs> no way. That's the right in it, that. That reverb. And that and... explains everything. Yeah. Do it yourself. All guitarists out there that listen to this, seriously, whack the reverb up, put shit loads of delay on it, mm-hmm. and just watch the magic unfold. Put the effects on, and then you're the edge. Yeah. <laughs> the edge. They got, like, a bit too big, didn't they, then? They, they probably were a bit engulfed by it and could have done with a bit of space between themselves. I said this is where people started analysing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it goes... The stories say that 
at that point, after the backlash from that, you had Bono and The Edge in one camp, and um, Larry and what's the other guy's name? Adam. Adam. Adam on the other side, and they were really into like their blues music and the the old school like classic kind of rock and blues style. And Bono and The Edge were like, "Now we need a new sound, man. We want to change something." That's surprising. That's really surprising me because if if you that's what you're saying, then mm-hmm. it was probably them pair that got BB King involved. Imagine that when when the letter probably as it was because yeah. there were no emails at that time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was. Um, imagine that yeah, BB King wants to work with you. Them pair are shitting themselves, crapping it all over the car park, going, "Oh, we're going to can't believe this." And then <laughs> the other two, De- Edge and Bono, going, "I don't like this at all." <laughs> Said what I signed up to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> and that's to the extent of for Actung Baby, um, like Bono and Edge wanted to use like drum samples and loops as opposed to just having like your, your drummer playing. Adam and what, what's the drummer's name? Larry. Yeah, Larry Mullen. They are. Well, we've both said earlier that they were the shit holding it together. The rhythm section was like. That was the stuff, man. It was tight as fuck, which was providing the basis for everything to, to come up from. Perhaps Bono and the Edge realised that, or whatever it's like. i tell you what, here's one thing. For, for as long as you two have been going, what would we say, 1988, to not have um, a band change as well? Not anybody leave? Not, nobody well, replaced? Did, did, I'll get this in GIF and that, because I've not had many members of GIF, because it's only had, GIF's had two stages, yeah, three yeah. if you count the reunion. Or whatever, yeah. and the, the comeback, and this, and the other. but it's still three of the original members always, and there's only four in the band, obviously. Yeah, so yeah. we've we've cocked around with bass well, players over the year, well. and then when Les had his time off, and this, that, the other, he was replaced for a bit by John and everything. So it's, it's and they're, yeah. they're they're childhood friends as well, which is like well, they've got which to is be, why they, yeah. I've got that thing with Jif or whatever yeah. because it's like Les and PK. I've known him since like. 13 and 9 years old yeah so it's oh like, god yeah of course and it, for me but then there's a big difference isn't there between size and age with him he's only his 30s but I first met the bloke when he was like 14 yeah. years old so yeah. it's like yeah. it all and I can understand yeah it might have been one of those things it was like they must have had a band meeting where Bono and the Edge would just go yeah us two are the bollocks we want to do this at the other. and they go the other two go we're not really interested that much in becoming massive like John Deacon out of Queen so it'd be like we're not that into it and they're gone do you know what actually yeah without you we can't be us yeah so yeah. they must have had some mutual agreement along the way <laughs> must have done must have, yeah I'd say so definitely. and I can guarantee them pair would have gone do you know what alright Ed we'll fuck off and I guarantee the bottom of the edge would have gone actually yeah, don't be so hasty <laughs> We 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 apologise almost yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. All right, so we'll get into well the the main event of the show really the hors d'oeuvre, which this is going to be not the hors d'oeuvre the main course. Um, right, we're done with we're done with the shit live album then. Yeah, let's do it. Actung baby. Okay, so Actung baby. This is what we're here for. Um, it charted in the UK. Really weird time to release an album. The end of November ninety one. It charted on the thirtieth of the eleventh ninety one. Which is like it's such a strange time to release an album, especially back then. So did they chuck out a Christmas single? Not a Christmas single, but did they chuck a Christmas single on Christmas week? Um, hang on one second, I can have a look at that. 
Did they release a single just before? There was a. They put out. Yeah, well. So they were in the Christmas week chart then. Yeah, they were, but we'll we'll come to that. And but they only got to thirteen on the Christmas week chart. And it's one of the big hits off the That's album. That's brilliant for a non-Christmas song. Well, yeah, it is You've a non-Christmas song. You've got to admire that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Christmas week in the charts or whatever. It's like, ah, in 91. Like, just sticking out, nothing to do with Christmas. We've got no album out, stick a uh-huh. song out, see how, we, see how well it does. Um, the album never got to number one in the UK. It's only ever been number two. So, yeah. Uh, it couldn't have been far off number one. That's, that's well, surprising, that. Well, here we go. The, ooh, the number one single when this was released... Was you'll know this one straight away. My kind of riff. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Yeah. 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 Uh, Intro to uh, that. That. No, black or white. I'm sorry. Shit, I meant to talk to you about this. Yeah. Has he been cancelled proper? Like Who's Jack? MJ. It's because like um, radios don't play him anymore or anything, so look what's, what's, what's the deal? What radio stations now? Surely, um, you don't hear him. Is there not a radio station called Greatest Hits? They surely play oh, Jacko. Not, there's they? tons of radio stations. They're not actually radio stations. They've got a lot yeah. of auto DJs and shit. So it's like, I mean, you, your BBC. Um, I don't even think Radio Two is it still would on play. Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't use Spotify. Use after that last Spotify. documentary came out, it's like most of like the media, shall we say, decided. Yeah, he's a nonce. That's it. They made the. Uh, well, they've had their own decision, didn't oh, they? Oh, Christ, yeah, yeah. So it's like... It's kind of easy now, isn't it, so if you want to make They are cancelling him, though, yeah. as we speak, aren't they? Yeah. Well, he's probably in the process. He's <laughs> being... Um... God, there's another discussion. I, I just wanted to know, I, I thought about it earlier, I was like, hang on a minute. It's true, actually, you don't MJ's a lot of not being played anymore, so... If you somebody hear... somewhere's made the decision. Actually, Absolute Nighties will still play Jacko songs. Right, OK. Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah. Um... So in that video, the opening track to Act Is it Macaulay Culkin at the start? Yeah, yeah it's Macaulay Culkin in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, honestly. Yeah, it's Macaulay Culkin, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So he's listening to you 2 Act on Baby. I don't know what he was listening to. I don't know what the... Because it sounds like you 2 at the start. That... I don't know. I, I thought it sounded like it was supposed to be like a, a, a Guns N' Roses, a Kian kind of that riff. It really sounds like... Isn't this the one that Slash plays on? No, he plays. Oh God, no, not Dirty Diana. That was. Uh, he was the guy John, from. Somebody, he the, was the guy from uh, Thingy's John band. Mayer, uh, oh God. What's his name? White Wedding. He was from his band. Uh, Billy Idol. Yeah. Uh, the... Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But here, here, hang on. The rest of the top ten at this time. Uh, I ain't, ain't going to tell you all of them, but um, Dizzy with Vic Reeves and the Wonder Stuff was number two. Yeah. Um, Activate by Alternate was number three. Chase you. <laughs> 
And there was a certain new entry by a little band called Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Ooh. Yeah, that was a new entry this week. Never heard of them. <laughs> Especially the drummer. <laughs> um, the number one album in the UK was... Jacko again. Dangerous album. Is this the one where he did the duet with his sister on the spaceship? Scream. Was that that? Or was that I, I don't know. I don't know if that was off this or if that was off another track off this. I don't know. I don't know. God knows. Don't know. Um, I just remember Bad coming out as a kid. That was it. And uh, and uh, Off the Wall is one of the best albums ever. So we could do a pod about that as well. <laughs> you know, Off the Wall is probably the one, that's probably the one that I'm least... Ofi with out of all of Jacko's albums, honestly. I'd stick my neck out and say it's his best. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know the big hits off it, obviously. But um Yeah. Uh, the rest of the, the top ten albums, you'd obviously got Dangerous at number one, you two were number two. Um We Can't Dance by Genesis was three. Stars Simply Red was, was four. That was the comeback. That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the comeback yeah. album that was. Uh, Genesis one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh Shepherd Moon by Enya was five. Enya. Enya. Greatest Hits 2 by Queen was number 6. 7 was Tina's Simply the Best. That's in the collection. That one's not. Uh, Michael Bolton was 8. Or that. Paul Young's Singles was 9. Paul Young. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And Lisa Stansfield was number 10. She's another one as well. Mm-hmm. She's another one that writes tunes or whatever. She's made an absolute fortune writing tunes for other people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the number one track in in the US in their US singles chart. This is a bit of a, a good one. Spandau Ballet. The sample is Spandau Ballet. Yeah, yeah. He loves it, doesn't he? What's his name? Um, PM Dawn. No. What? Spandau Ballet guy. Uh, Tony. Is it Tony somebody? Oh, you're confusing me now. So the Kent brothers are in Spandau Ballet. Oh, is that? Uh, Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley, yeah. that's, that's what Sorry, I'm thinking you of. You threw yeah. me there. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. And have you ever, did you ever watch Benidorm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the episode with Tony Hadley in it? No. no. The, only, the only thing that reminds me of Tony Hadley is the uh, Little Britain uh, from years ago. You know, they did that, was it Common Relief or some yeah, shit yeah, like that? Yeah. And um, Lou and Andy are in the cafe, mm. and Eddie says, Oh, I've, I've got somebody to come and meet you because you've always wanted to meet him, George Michael. Yeah, yeah. And he comes okay. in, right? <laughs> and he says, I don't like him. Well, he goes, but it's George Michaels, you love it. Don't like him. I want Tony Adley. <laughs> George Michaels just sat there going, oh well, oh well, Lou, I tried. <laughs> uh, in in I'm sure they have him as like the wedding singer to sing at the wedding. And he like fucks off back to the mainland and he's just singing, 
God, you are and he's like going oh, away on his boat. <laughs> Man, he'll ride that till the day he dies, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure he was in the jungle like a couple of years ago yeah, in the almost uh, yeah, yeah. lab. Checking every morning, he's in his head. Always believing in so <laughs> You got the power to do. Oh, man. You are. The lyrics to this song are hilarious. Mention just name just Christina Applegate there as well. Yeah. Does it like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just this one little bit from that song that's always what, made me tickle. Song, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so I stared at the ring finger on her hand. I just wanted her to be a big PM Dawn fan. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. <laughs> what other hits did PM Dawn have? Virtually none. Did he have anything else? I have no idea. I've just, just Googled him. Hang on, there's an album called The Best of PM Dawn. He did an album, Jesus. No, there's a best. <laughs> a he did a best of. Um, oh, man. This is the digression hour. Ask yourselves what? Here we go. <laughs> Get jiggy with it. Yeah, that was released in 2000, and the uh, the top the top film in the UK at the time uh, was Point Break. Oh, okay, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze and yeah. uh, what's his name? Ted or Bill? Bill, whichever one he is. Bill and Ted. When he in it? Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Was he? Was he Keanu Reeves? Yeah, he's in Point Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the new Bill and Ted? No, meant to. <laughs> yeah. We've been planning on it for ages. We, we keep forgetting. Yeah, I um, I saw that that was out. I didn't realise it was a thing until very recently. It was done way before COVID, that was. Apparently so. Um, Sat on the shelf like loads of other movies and albums. And, man, yeah. Movies especially. That's like a pop and nothing's coming out, is it? At the oh, moment? shit, loads of movies sat on the shelf, including Jif Nuts If uh, EP, uh, Just Do It But Also Don't Do It, is also sat on the shelf. <laughs> Another <title>. shameless plug. <laughs> nice title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. You two, Actung Baby, we're on it. As I said, it was released at the end of 91. It got to number two on the charts. It spent 92 weeks overall on the charts. Acclaim Music put it at the 82nd best album of all time. Um, the opening track is a track called Zoo Station. And that goes like this. Awesome, this is. The Edge has got a new pedal by this point as well. You can tell. These kind of starts to albums, it's like, oh hello, gently, gently, yeah, uh, warm up. Yeah. This comes from out of nowhere as well, you don't yeah, expect does. that bit. I didn't expect that at all. Um, apparently, like every gig on this tour they opened with this, Zoo Station, is what it was. Yeah. It's, uh, it's showing off their new sound, with, you know, a more 
It's always classed as a more electronic sound. Like I said, the edge got a new pedal. Yeah. Ready for what's next? And then you're ready to yeah. What? Something about this, grab hold of the steering wheel or something. It's good. It's good opener, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where they, they've not been away for that long. I mean, like in their early stage, like we said, they did yeah. four albums in four years or whatever yeah. it was. This is almost like, our love, remember us. We're yeah. back. Yeah. Well, this is, what is it, number one, two, three, four, five. Oh, three, this is number seven album in 11 years. They're like Biffy Clyro. Biffy Clyro have done like 13 albums or something I like that. Think and it's and like, are Biffy Clyro still going? That's the thing. Well, another one. Yeah. Um, By Northern the, Ireland. Northern uh, Scot- Irish. Scotland. Um, oh, they, yeah. they, had, they had an album done just before Covid, had a tour cancelled, full arena tour cancelled, blah 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 blah, and they've still they still chucked it out there, and throughout Covid they've like put four singles out on their last album that was done just before, well, whenever it was, March yeah, uh, yeah. last year or whatever, so yeah, they, uh, like I said, not like the Foo Fighters, they sat on theirs, but Biffy Clyro went bollocks, so do it, but they've done so many albums, and it's like... Christ, most people know onwards from their seventh. Who, like, Clyde Biffy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just about I, to I say, didn't even I, know when I first got into him. Les is a massive fan of him and everything, and his daughter, Danny. Yeah. And it, yeah, like I said, he, he introduced me to him, blah, 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 listening to the shit that I'd just yeah. started listening to on the radio because I thought, oh, these are relatively new. Oh, no. So there I am when I first discovered him, listening to five years previous of when I first discovered them. They were all over, wow. you know when Kerrang was a, a, a station that was around, they were all all over that, weren't they? They'd play yeah. Biffy Clyro all the time. And that's probably about the last time I really listened to any of their stuff, really, I'll be honest. They've not stopped. Uh, yeah, the only thing that stopped them is the, is the pandemic. That's Mon the it. Biffy. Mon the Biff. Mon the Biff, that's it, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's a good good opener, isn't it? That yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, it, it sort of showcases, as you say, their new sound that they're going to go for. Yeah. And again, I, I, I won't cheese salad it like I did with Joshua Tree, but unfortunately, this album starts to go south as well on the B side. When you're talking track six, track seven, that's where your B side flip happens, and then again the same thing I, I won't, happens. I won't. The B side scenario. I won't give it away, but I definitely there's there's a point, but I'll I'll counteract that with stuff as like well. So I, I, yeah. Well, I told you earlier, whatever the listeners won't know, but I'm fresh on this. I've listened to both both albums. I I, I didn't listen to Rattle and Um no, because no, there was no, no. point because I remember I skipped, it. I, I remember. It, actually. Like I said I remember watching the video, so there was no point. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was there, man. <laughs> so yeah, the other, I've listened to them in their entirety. Uh-huh. And it's been a while since I've listened to any album in its entirety or whatever, but I've done two this yeah. week. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Well done. You've done your homework. Absolutely. Uh, next Jack she tells to do when you drive into the next call. <laughs> next track uh, was a single. In a release number... Sorry, it's only got to number 12, which, you know, top 20 single. Tune. Tune. 
seven weeks on the chart. It was released in June of the next year. And then the month after, there was a remix version, which actually got to number eight, which was higher than the original single. Yeah, there was single. a dance version, so yeah, yeah. jazzed it up a bit, didn't I? Yeah. That's like that kind of vocal now. That's more like the current day kind of U2 stuff, isn't it? You think? No. <laughs> Not that I've listened to anything off their last album. Trying to think of. From what you just said, mm. the first thing that came into my head is this is when they started getting proper laser. Oh no. No, I don't I think that. that's what you meant. I just right. think like like Bono's vocal is he's very understated. I always think now when he's singing, he don't proper go for it like on you know. He doesn't do that as much nowadays. No, and he weren't doing it that there's, much. There's a couple on this, but yeah. Like what we went back to before, there, there obviously was band meetings and they had to change a hell of a lot of shit. I'd say yeah. so. I'd say so. They had yeah. to, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're saying that. Uh, see, the Edge's guitars are less, and you just said that to me, which mm. is making me think that even Bono's knocking it on the head a little bit. Well, I think like they were embracing like this time 91 they were embracing like the whole dance culture as well there's, there's ah, loads more dancey yeah, beats yeah, yeah. and shit they were in like it's called Actung Baby didn't they take the last flight into yes. East Germany the remixes of course because Bono must have thought you know what all I've got to do is just a generic um, sort of like low low vocal and then of course it'll be chucked into the computer and it'll be it's that bass line as well and again the bass yeah. line can be chucked in put yeah. beyond a, a fat boy slim beat yeah. that's, that's what I said about how Easy. The, the, the drummer and bassist they were more into like uh, the blues stuff whereas Edge and Bono were, were, they were getting into like house music with inverted commas you know and what I mean? technology yeah. as well they must have been yeah they yeah, must yeah. Have been. yeah definitely they must have been. I know I've took the piss massively out of the edge and all that, but he's, he's the same as me. I remember when I first got my my first ever guitar effects pedal, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is this is unbelievable. That's all I've heard is me. Do. All I've heard is me with it like a, a Bosch Overdrive uh, pedal, and now I've got <laughs> and now I've got delay, I've got reverb, I've got phaser, I've got flange, I've got, I've got oh, I've got everything Man, now. That's I can remember now. the first time I heard phaser. Honestly, phaser was great. <laughs> It's it's one of them. Okay, so the next track is probably the most probably the most famous song off the album. Probably still to this day one of their most enduring hits. Yeah, Christ, this was released as a single. It got to number seven. Spent six weeks on the charts. It was released in March of '92. Um, one, Christ, what are you gonna say about this? Is it getting better? <laughs> Uh, we could just literally have a single oh, it, she's can't beautiful uh, an absolute thing of beauty didn't he do a song with like that the, the black woman the rapper Mary Jade Lloyd yeah there you go that was dog shit you know that got to number two. Oh, fuck off in 2006 that was it got to number two that day. let's not discuss that, that was, anymore that was such an inferior version 
toss version. I'm quite passionate about this song. Like, I really do yeah. like it. It's this is one of them songs which I'm going on another shameless plug here. Right. <laughs> After doing my first ever, probably last, even though I say everything's the last, <laughs> solo album. No better uh, time than the last time. The, the first song I ever recorded before I even got the recording shit that we're recording on right now. Yeah. Before I got any of that, first song I ever recorded with just the microphone and my guitar pedal and my laptop was this one. And I did my own little version oh, really? of it. No drums, box standard, just... Yeah. Uh, Three three tracks of acoustic guitar, um, two uh, one left, one right, one central, uh, and an overlapping distorted guitar doing yeah. the yeah, bits yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever, uh, and uh, I double track the vocals, just uh, the main vocals and harmonies, mm-hmm. and that was like 2018, I think it was. Okay, yeah, that's that good. That it? was when I was like, right, I wanted to. That was before Ning of the Lefties, that was yeah, before Jeff yeah. Reunion, that was before everything was all right. And that was after I played in PK's uh, yeah. band Dogs of War. That was me comeback after like nine years of not playing anything. I did a gig in 2018. And uh, after that, literally straight after that, I was like, right, I'm just recording stuff. And that's the first thing I knocked up on my laptop. So, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, this, it's this, this bit now, this bit. When he changes, when you you ask, call me to enter, is it? Because it just changes it that little bit, man. It's a nice song for you to pick, actually. Do you know what? I was well confident when I was doing that bit because I practiced it like doing it karaoke as yeah. I do loads of songs in the yeah, van yeah, while I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. I just shove a karaoke song and practice it. This bit. And this bit now. I'd done, I'd done this. I'd practiced the karaoke version, and not only had I got that vocal, I'd even got the harmony of it as well. <laughs> and to do me an extra favour, I don't tune to E. I tune to like E flat. Okay. Yeah. 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 Obviously, you two are at E, so it's like dropped it down by half a module. And it's like, oh, I've seen this a piece of piss, and I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, alright, man. It's the first song that I ever recorded, like solo. So, yeah. It's a boster, yeah. isn't it? Uh, it's just brilliant. It is a boster. I think, like, more, more nowadays, you probably see it as like a soundtrack to a charity kind of appeal or something like that. But, you know, that's just kind of what it is. I think Comic Relief have got to use some songs, I suppose. Yeah, and I suppose it's because you two, are, you two, you two are involved in, you know, all, you know, rights and charities and things like that. Um, but yeah, Christ, this is an enduring classic. It will be forever, kind of thing. It's one of those songs. Do, Would you say this is still their biggest, most popular song? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Commercially, yeah. Mm. Not to the. Uh, well, far from the connoisseur of you two, oh, they would yeah, just go, yeah. "Oh no, there's quite possibly not the yeah, greatest yeah. song they've ever done." Blah blah blah. Oh, so, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Actually, there's a song on this album which the fans think is the best song on the album by none, and you ain't gonna think it, and I ain't gonna think it. 
So that was one, anyway. I, I, I really hope loads of people hear this that are actual U2 fans, like yeah. big time, yeah. and they can just part, give it us, man. Because <laughs> we've all we Open already the we we from the start we we um, professed is that the right word that we're yeah. not we're not U2 fans. Proclaimed. However, we're not disputing anything, are we? We're, we're just acknowledging the songs, and funnily enough. Our music tastes are quite the same, aren't they? They are just, mixed, especially. It just so same. happens that a yeah. lot of the tunes we play, we've both said the same things, haven't we? We go, yeah. oh, tune. Yeah. So it's, it's, really, it's really... But we're not fans of you two. No, no. It's, it's a strange one. When you yeah. said it, when you said it, like when we did that episode, I didn't think I'd have this kind of reaction going through the stuff. I hope a lot of you two fans listen to this pod and, yeah, come on, let's have you thoughts <laughs> track four is until the end of the world loads of effects I noticed in this one yeah shit loads apparently uh, the basis of it is it's a conver- conversation between Jesus and Judas okay, okay you've got like uh, the first verse is all about the last supper the second verse is like Judas kissing Jesus to signify that he knew him when he came back and everything. And the third verse is about Judas, Judas's suicide. Uh, I beg your pardon? Jesus' Judas suicide? Judas. I think it's Jesus. Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Ju- yeah, Ju- Judas had to go, obviously. Yeah. Uh, now, again, um, I mean, I like a lot of the... I didn't realise it was. I was listening to this. I know, yeah, neither did I. Oh, yeah. It sounds like he's going, oh, this is the worst day of my life and I thought everything was going to end. Bit and Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the world, right, now I get it, no shit. Yeah. That's, that's, in a way, that's really cool because it's like biblical, in it? Because he's like doing a conversation from 2,000 years ago and putting it in a song. Yeah, it's yeah, It's pretty yeah, cool, yeah, isn't it's it? A, you know, artist in, interpretation of it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the last time, yeah, Jesus, the last time I ever spoke to him, he was on about this shit. He didn't look too good. I tell you what, when after he stitched me <laughs> up and all that shit, when I was listening to these, I say I listened to the tracks that we've played, and I listened to all of Joshua Tree, and I listened to like skip through Rattle and Hub, and went on to this one, and it was halfway through this song when I thought to myself, you know, I think I might actually be a U2 fan. Because it just, I thought, mate, there's far more stuff I've heard here that I like than I don't like. And, and it, that's where it hit me, and I was like, man, I, all these years. And, uh, oh, oh, it's, <laughs> you see, uh, I've said before, and it, like when you discover a band and they're that good, and you don't want to tell anybody about them because you think, no. And they're that big. You think, F you, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. <laughs> and, and there's certain songs of you two, and I think, do you know what? I don't even care. I'm not even going to get into a discussion about you two. With it. it just so happens that I think this song is brilliant, and shitloads of the others. Yeah, the majority, obviously, sift through of that, but like I said before, I'm going to make a playlist, and you're yeah, going to do the same. Yeah. And it's, man, what we're talking about, there's going to be 40 songs, isn't there? Double chuck on there. It's going to be 40. Easy. Uh, uh, how many? I Even the new shit, some of it I like. I, I literally cut off after this album. I purposely didn't listen because I thought we can come back and we'll do a part two about everything after this. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I don't know how many albums I've got. This is seven up to this point, so you know, there's got they've got well, to have put out another half. It gets after Act Unbaby, doesn't it? it gets uh, well, like, yeah. Oh, there's so much shit to discuss. Like that thing that he did when when he pissed his wife off. What I mean, did that that uh, video? The oh, sweetest well, thing. the sweetest yeah. thing. Yeah. And there's all the people that yeah. his wife loves, including that Boys boxer and this, and the, and this and that, the end. And he got them all in and there. It was yeah. a massive apology yeah, to his missus. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. he screwed up like we all do. Yeah. We're yeah. men. <laughs> it happens to me. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Okay, so the next track was a track I was I was very au fait with, or I thought I was. But when I heard it on, on the album version, I don't know if it was a different version that was actually released as a single edit or something, but, the, I mean, the start of this just didn't sound like I, I thought it was going to. What's that? Five. We, we wouldn't be flipping the B-side, I don't reckon. No. I reckon this would be last on A. Because again, I've got this on tape, so like I said before, it, it, it was 12 you, tracks. If you've got a box under player and you were in a posh bugger with uh, auto reverse, then you'd have to flip it. Flip reverse it. I think this sounds. I think it's quite badly. The production ain't on There's it. There's two versions of this. The oh, single version was different to the album Thank version. You. It was It was redone. It was redone, and, and 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 again, what was the song that? Uh, what was the one that was dance versioned up? It's uh, a, she moves in mysterious ways. That one. Yeah, and that, even better than the real thing. And they, there you go. It was danced up by the same people that did that on this tune, because it had to be rejuvenated. But then, to me, this is cool. It's a great song. It, it's very understated, really. If you listen, because. The, the guitars are doing nothing until it bursts in. There's just like kind of clang, 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 clangy stuff. See, I'm, I'm guilty of this on, on my records that I've done. You do you do low guitars, background, shit loads of reverb, and, and whatever. It, no, it works. It does. And then when you you refrain and everything comes in now, everything builds up and then it comes in whack. Just... Do you know what? There's not even a single um, bog standard like rhythm track, a uh, guitar track on this. Do you think it seems he's empty? not even playing chords. He's doing two two uh, licks, as they call them. Yeah. He's doing two licks, one left, one right. There's two there's two guitar licks going on right now. One's in the left, one's in the right. He's yeah. not even doing a power chord. There's like nothing holding it together in the There's middle. There's nothing in the middle. Yeah. 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 Is it spaced as well? Because it's got shitloads of reverb, shitloads shit of yeah. delay. It's totally spaced. Is that... Hang on one second. But then again, that's what they do though, because it, it was centred on the bass as well. Obviously, oh, he's like... Yeah. That's completely different. This is the one you hear on the right. radio now. You've got in that ear, you've got an acoustic guitar. Listen. Yeah. This is the other version. Over here, you've got. Yeah, yeah. This is obviously the. Yeah. This was the single version I'm getting. 
got piano there. It's like an acoustic version. I think it'll come in when it comes in. But this is the mainstream one. This is what yeah. got played lots of. Yeah. More. Whereas the the other one's the actual album version. Was this done at the same time, or was this after it had been released? Because I reckon they rejigged it. I don't think this was. This. They probably re-recorded this. Okay, so this is on. Actually, no, they would have just remastered it and just got the computer on it. This is on, uh, it's called the Temple Bar Remix. It was on the deluxe there's more, edition. There's, there's more vocals on this one as well. The harmonies are better. And this piano. Yeah. Now, that, that, that's like a big production remix, that yeah. is. Saying that about that being a, a different edition, this album was, um, they put out a 20th anniversary reissue of this. They did a super deluxe and an uber deluxe version. <laughs> so, with it, now listen to this on the uber deluxe, you had the album. Then you had um, a two disc, the second disc was called Zooropa, which I'm guessing was the tour. It was a 10 track album. The, the third disc was Uber Remixes, and the fourth disc was Unta Remixes. You had 11 on there. The fifth dick, dick, the fifth dick. The fifth. I was going to say, I was going to say, Arunta, Arunta, put put a C in front of that. <laughs> the fifth disc was um, B sides and bonus tracks. There were sixteen there, and then the sixth disc was the kindergarten, the alternative Actung Baby, which is basically the demos and all stuff like that. On Amazon now, if you want to buy that on Amazon now, it's six hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. So pretentious. And you, if uh, listen, if anybody wants it, don't go to Amazon. Go to Discogs because it's two hundred eighty-three forty-six there. Dollars or pounds? Pounds. It's not even worth two hundred eighty-six p. Wow. Oh, it's a good album, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, who's gonna ride your? Who's gonna ride your wild horses? Um, who's gonna good. buy your six CD edition album? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a garbage cover of that, you know. What, garbage did Wild Horses? Yeah. Okay, let's have a, let's have a I, listen. I haven't got it, but I'll, I'll try. Um, Wild Horses. Here we go. It was on... Um, it's in the same key. Look, it was on a cover album. See how it was spelt? Ang Tung Baby. A cover album? Yeah. All artists got together and did covers of all the tracks off the Acton Baby album. Oh, right, okay. I'll check that out. Cause you're honest. You're dangerous. You don't know what you want. Do you know what? I was just gearing myself up to slate it. I've got my tablet out. I'm Googling it. That stopped me in my tracks. This is all right. Shirley Manson's smoky vocals work. Sexy Ginga. I can't resist them. Uh, man, I, I think her vocal delivery. <laughs> Just like the one out girls allowed sexy Ginga. I can't resist them. <laughs> you know, I never clocked her until they did the Lung Hot Summer video. Have you ever seen her greased thighs on that video? Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> she got mega fit once they got famous. <laughs> Who was your favourite girls allowed? Um, Sarah, the blonde one. Sarah Hardy. Yeah, yeah, she was. I think she's the oldest one out of the lot of them, so she's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, Cheryl's, Cheryl's fit. You know, I never... Um, Ashley Cole. 
Why, yeah, yeah. you dickhead? I think we said this yeah, last time. Sarah Harding. Yeah. Quality. I think, like, back then, probably Nadine, I probably would have picked them. Oh, she's fitting all. Yeah. But, um... I can remember Keith like going, oh Cheryl Cole out of Girls Aloud, oh Cheryl Tweedy, and I, I ne- I'd, I'd never paid her any attention. It's up, uh, up to a fifth surname by now, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Cheryl Fernandez, Bassini, <laughs> is it? Something well, like never. that. I think we said last time how desperate Willow I am was to get in her knickers. Fucking, probably be fucking Cheryl Mer- Mer- Oh. I was going to say Mourinho <laughs> Cheryl Mourinho <laughs> She's going to marry Jose next week God I'm so glad he's not United manager anymore He's going to be on the He's going to be on Match of the day next week uh, I didn't tell anybody about my divorce I just got Michelle uh, Well I don't have to say anything Okay if I get married, I get married. If I don't get married, I don't get married. Honestly, you bring in the the uh, impressions this week. My Irish one's all right. <laughs> no, that was good. Good jokes. Well, well, if he plays, he plays. If he doesn't play, he doesn't play. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, please. You can get a box standard song and just build it up. Mm. Keep building and building and then get the 48-piece orchestra in. Well, Garbage were basically and... just a band of producers with Shirley Manson, weren't they? Butch Rig, you know what he did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never heard of the album, but apparently he did that one. Loads of stuff, man. Yeah. Loads of stuff. Christ. He was only the drummer as well. Drummers, yeah, he was a drummer. Well, as we all know, drummers, literally, there's no talent there whatsoever. <laughs> They're just is fucking there. like hitting things. Absolute idiots. All drummers. <laughs> idiots. Oh, man. It's like banging stuff and kicking up a row. Hi, <laughs> Si. Yeah. Hi, Si. I love you. Yeah. Okay, oh, now. <laughs> Back into you two. Uh, track number six is so cruel. Okay, so they've been doing the oh, we've gone electric a little bit on our songs, and then this is a bit of a low tempo number. You know, they've only played this song four times live ever. I'm only how, no, how, how is that information available? Is that, is that right? Well, sometimes they how are on. We know that. But if you, if you look, if you get to setlist.fm, they, that's where I get all my uh, most played tracks live, last gigs, everything like that. And it just lists all sets by everybody forever. And you can add to it like a database like Wikipedia or something like that. And yeah, four times ever live they've played this song apparently. <laughs> I'm just in awe of the fact that people keep a database of like, yeah, sets. Yeah, yeah. Setlist.fm, there's a, a you know a plug. Jif Not Sif has got a database of Jif uh, Not Sif sets. It's called PK. <laughs> <laughs> it remembers everything. Fucking rain man. <laughs> Memory like a oh, canary fun. I'm an excellent driver. That's PK. Seriously. (laughs) 
That's a nice little ditty. I don't mind that. I like this song. Yeah, nice little mm. ditty. But mm. it's Delgado. Now where does it? No, it's, it's literally like that kind of. Yeah, it's one of them ones. It, it could. Oh. Perhaps it was one of them ones that was like, right, almost thought I was on a killer there. Soz, lads. Yeah. It's good enough to go on, but it ain't going to be, it's all right, it's all right. So, yeah, it's one of them. I, I believe that's the point of the end of the A-side of the mm. album. Uh, they call- Again, like Joshua Tree, it's like, right, stick all the killer on the A-side and then but no. hope... They like the B side, man. I think they did because the next <laughs> the next track was the first single that was released off the album. It was released about three weeks before the album came out. It was a number one single. Okay, and they chuck this on the oh, they chuck this on the B side. So open the, the open your B side. Okay. Oh. This obviously is the fly. Actually, yeah, this wasn't the only track on the B side. Mm-hmm. Ah. Is the formula chuck most of your decent shit on side A the and then get your last decent one for the opener on, <laughs> on the B side? There's the formula. Now, this as well is like what I would class as an edge brief, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think in this tour, Bono was doing the whole taking on different personas in the live shows, and he was like the fly. On, on this bit, the character known as the fly. Uh, this song's meant to be uh, a conversation between somebody who has gone to hell and they're loving it there and they're phoning somebody back to say, oh man, this is like fucking wicked down here. Good chorus again. I've noticed as well, this is where he starts using shitloads of uh, vocal effects. Yeah. And he's not even double tracking here. He's just letting the computer do the work. He's just got that kind of not double tracking, and all vocalists double track. But for whatever reason, they must have gone. Oh, Bonner, come and check this shit we've got in here. Very sparse guitar lead as well. They must have done it. They got Bonner, come in, come in the mixing room, check out the tech, and he's going. Sad. Oh yeah. Again, if you can sing that high, fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing that he does on some of the lighter stuff, isn't it? That kind of. I think it's the computer, not him. The next track is. This is this is a well-known song as well. <laughs> Commercialised, but yeah, it's catchy in it. What can you do? I only ever got to number 13. See, now, I think the thing with you two, yeah. it's, there's loads of songs, loads of artists when you've got the radio on and blah, 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 and you, you're not listening yeah. really, but you walk in the room, yeah. and all of a sudden you'll go, it's all right, it's all right, <laughs> all right, and you just... It out there, no matter who it is, there's that, that killer hook. It did, which, this is again, full of going hooks. back to what we said, Bono's got the killer hook. It's that bit, on your knees, boy. Yeah. It's that bit. There we go. And do you remember, like, back in the day when we used to, um, like, knock about and meet up, like, in the country and stuff like that? <laughs> remember this, 
just sing this to Stu. He's alright, he's alright. Stu moves in mysterious so many ways. songs that it sounded like Stu. <laughs> he fucking used to hate it. He'd yeah. put up his window and not listen to oh. us. He's alright, he's alright, he's alright. Pop, we won't come on the podcast. Now, I'm guessing this had like a remix as well, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Hey, we're almost at the point now where you get your fat boy slims and your mobies and your. And your the yeah. ones that would go, oh, I like this. I'll take yeah. this and make a nice little dance number out of it. Moby thoughts. Bit of a weirdo, I like the fact that Eminem ripped the shit out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it, really. <laughs> it's a fat boy slim as well. I mean, he's fucking just gone from thing to thing to Norman's thing, isn't like it? Norman, our Norman, he's brilliant. <laughs> our Norman. Our Norman. <laughs> Again, that's like got a bass line kind of beat along, hasn't it? Yeah. Adam's done well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally has. Can't fault the bloke. Now, the next song, we're on to track, oh, what are we on? Uh, nine. Track nine. Uh, trying to throw your arms around the world. Apparently this is a song. Go on. That's right. Uh, apparently this is a song about being pissed up, like out on the street after the pubs or clubs have shut at like three o'clock in the morning or something. Again, um, a song I didn't know what it was on about. I just like it anyway. But now okay. you said that, that's, yeah. that's even better. Try and throw your arms around the world. We've been kicked out of a pub. It's like. Oh. Six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock. You're the last to hear the warning. You've been trying to throw your arms. Hey, hey. You just said falling off the sidewalk. Yeah, American eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another, it's um, another down tempo, you know, one. But it, man, I, I think this is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. 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 It is, it's a perfectly acceptable song. The similarities on obviously all the other albums have got this kind of tempo, yeah. that kind of beat, that whatever. And it, you see, this is the thing with you two, they can just chill, and people absolutely love it. They can mm. go full power, they can just chill, they can just churn out any old bollocks, really. And they'll go, somebody will always go, yeah, that, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, the songs that we like. Yeah. People will lose their shit over them. Oh, fuck, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Whereas we're going, tune, mm. they will do even more than that. They'll collapse on the floor because they're, they're you know, they've got yeah, the shivers. Yeah. The, and they're like, oh, my God, this reminds me of a family event. And they lose their shit. Yeah. It's, this is this is what you have to do in music. You literally... Personal connections. Of course it is. Of course it is. Some song means something to somebody. Yeah. Um... Back to Setlist FM, their most played songs live off this album. Uh, the number seventh most played song of all time is one. And the number tenth most played song is Until the End of the World. 
That's so. the only two off this album that are in their top ten. Well, they have done this album like many bands do. They go back and yeah. they play it live. They've yeah. done that. So yeah. they've that done this kind of counts as a number three. But Didn't like, they only do a Joshua Tree um, tour? They've never played that live. Isn't the last two of they, they played that Tom Baby live throughout, but they've yeah. never done Joshua Tree live. Okay. Why would you bother though? Because half it's toss. <laughs> <laughs> Skip back to like 31 minutes <laughs> and you'll find out. <laughs> Another thing is, I used to work at a, a Staples when it was on the Pennsylvania Trading Estate. Yeah. Um, and I can remember a guy working there, Chris Welling, this man, get in touch with me if you hear this because I. There's no contact for you anywhere, and you'd be great for an episode. That's savage. Isn't it? Uh, just like fall off. Yeah. I uh, once I he lent me this album, uh, the next U2 album, and uh, Radiohead the Benz like uh, one time, and I lent him my Super Nintendo, and I'd like it back. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have your albums back. <laughs> Because, man, there was a proper rig of games in that. Man. There must have been, like, at least half a dozen great games in that. Personal Jukebox Podcast, <laughs> reaching out to people to do podcasts about your music collection and also get shit back from years ago. It's classified, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I said to you earlier, like, the, 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 the U2 fans, the next song is the song they hold up as, like, the best song on this album. And, like, if you look online, it's, like, in the top, three or five U2 songs ever kind of thing um, let's do it then Ultraviolet Light My Way now I'm not saying it's a bad song You remember this one from listening, yeah? Sometimes I feel like chicken I wanna get it wrong. always be strong. Second half of this album, Edge Defo just like he, he goes home for his tea or something. He's not in it nowhere near as much as that. Oh yeah. Oh. No, but it's, like I said, it's single tracks. Mm. It's nothing. Oh, it's on baby, baby, baby. See this spot? I slated the edge big time because he's just like, it's lazy. Totally lazy. He's playing like two strings, Max, and flipping two fingers. That's it. That's all he's doing. Can't come up with anything better. I still go with it. This harmonies now. It's the bass. You two come up with come up with something from nothing. That it's yeah. a talent, isn't it? It is. They come up with something from absolutely nothing. Now this is what is this? It's track uh, ten, did I say, or nine? Towards the end of this one, there's like two tracks left after this. Okay, this is track 10. Yeah, to me, yeah. if, if you ended the album now. Oh, this would be an end. Yeah. You know, that's finish it off. Great, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I'd, 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 I'd put it, I'd, you know, really good, rate it high. I love this song, actually. I think it's good. Yeah, I 
fuck's sake. I don't know why they do it. Honestly, I don't know why they do it. Good stuff, man. Uh, another. This is another. I found this interesting that the the next song was about Acrobat was one that was really rated by fans online, and I never really, I never really bought into this one when I was listening to it. it this is these last two tracks. Uh, it kind of tails off for me. See, this is where Joshua Tree tailed out. It's just like get the keyboard out and just do some random sounds. Yeah, for feel, me though, it's only the last two tracks on this one. Shit. Yeah, actually, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last gig they played was in Mumbai, in India. For, uh, before pandemic. Yeah, December fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. A few months before. Uh, in the main gig, they didn't play any song off this album, like nothing. That's I, I quite like that because like it's been longer than uh, what Jif have played a gig <laughs> than what you two have. Ha <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Bono. Oh crap! Oh, <laughs> End of the world. <laughs> oh no! Hang on. Let's plug that back in. You're gonna have to cut that bit out, aren't you? In fact, no, keep it in. Yeah, well. <laughs> we We're about there. <laughs> yeah, in Mumbai, India, um, they played three songs. What? Hang on, this gets better. Go on. They played three songs, but they were all in the encore. Yeah, so nothing in the main gig. They played three in the encore, they played even better than the real thing. Ultraviolet, which was the last one that we played, and one. Ended with one. No, I think there was something else after one. I think there was another track after one. I think that was like the last but one track. Okay. I think. I can't remember. How many members of U2 does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh-huh. One. Bono holds the bulb and the world revolves around him. Ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> this is something which I said to you the night before we started. We've we've purposely stayed away from a lot of the um, the Bono sanctimonious prick stuff. <laughs> that could be part two. Surely. Yeah, well, this this is what I was saying. We're yeah. Deep dive Bono. We've we've done yeah. the whole musical yeah. prowess of you two. I think the next one, part two, should be let's deep dive Bono. Let, oh, yeah. Let's get yeah. into Bono. Yeah, get stuck in, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> He's referring to My brother's there. got that tattooed but in Latin, don't let the bastards grind you down. Yes, yes, that's quite true. Yeah, yeah he has. Yeah. Okay, so the last track is Love Is Blindness. And what do you think of this one? Did you have anything on this one? Because I don't think I did. I'm going to have to listen to it a bit more because this would have been when I was coming up to my next call and it was probably, yeah. <laughs> I 
so I'll, I'll have to listen to this after. Yes, this, this song goes on for ages and gets nowhere. Yeah. Yes. It's a proper epilogue, isn't it, really? Like, kind of, yeah. Yeah, they had some studio time to film. So, in summing up, yeah, what what are your, what are your overriding thoughts of Acton Baby? 85% absolute class mm-hmm. genius brilliant great songwriting yeah great hooks all a, boxes ticked across brilliant. a lot of stuff as yeah. well yeah. yeah and a lot of blagging as well which I like yeah like I said I slate <laughs> yeah. the edge yeah but I, d- I like his blagging techniques yeah oh yeah like, yeah yeah you don't need to be that good. You literally don't need to be that good. I don't think. Well, it, there are some podcasts I listen to where they really like rate like the edge and hold him up on a pedestal as a guitar player. That's something. Actually, that was in part of my notes yeah. as well. I was like, there's, there's not like surely there's not edge appreciation groups. The no, there be, is. There is. There's there's, there's there lads is. that are guitarists that yeah. think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. To to me, it's literally like uh, a kind of a next step on. You know how like Nirvana stuff was really simple, and there was nothing. You know what I mean? It was simple riffs, but it was like riffs. Not as simple as the edges riffs. No, but that's what I'm saying. But the edges stuff is like simple, but it's all about that reverb and delay and stuff. Kurt was because I'll never mind. He Mm. just went all out. He was like, "Give me a chorus pedal. Give me, give me a distortion pedal." You've already got overdrive, yeah, I know. Give me distortion as well, and I'll have some reverb. And they're like, "Are you mad? That's gonna sound like shit." And he's like, "Yeah, and renegades, mate. That's that's what they are, mm. renegades." It's, I, I, you know, from from the sum of the parts, I think they've made a fucking cracking piece of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I can't, oh, it's art with that shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stick to it. Eighty-five percent brilliant, and it's art. Yeah. Pure art. Okay. Um, right. What What are you What are you giving the grade to it? Are we gonna go K or are we gonna go your your new grading my, my, system? My, my GCSE grading system. Uh, we're gonna go GCSE. Oh fucking hell. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna go straight A. Really? Yeah. Good lord. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Minus, I'm going to ignore the 25... Are you, you're only that high, yeah? Sorry, I'm going to ignore the 15% that I think is dog shit, and yeah. I'm going to go away. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> okay, no shit, I'm in that. I, I think I've that... got to, I've got to, because from what you... Yeah. You've convinced me... To, <laughs> I've convinced to, You've convinced me that the last two tracks are yeah. dog shit, but you've even said, hang on, there's something there. Even so, listening to this in, yeah, in the exactly. background. Yeah, I know yeah. we were going to play it. Well, I'm, I'm giving it a solid B, anyway. I am giving it a B. Oh, you're giving it a yeah, B? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm giving it a solid B. That's like the same as I gave uh, Rides Against the Machine. Rides Against the Machine. Oh, okay. Uh, say, uh, and last episode, I did the Wild Arts Fuck, which I I gave... What did you give that? A minus. So that's, you know... No, like, that's cool, because th- that album is, is, is open. 
for criticism. Fuck the, the hooks and, and that's shit why I like that. Ginger so much because he's just like, yeah, what? Well, check this out. If you criticise it, I couldn't give a flying. The hooks and melodies in that oh, are like just, next, absolute next level. Just, yeah. Yeah. And there's even songs, well, I'll listen to it obviously, mm, with, mm. but there's songs that Les don't like on that album that yeah. I fucking love. Oh, no, me and Les both agree that V Day sucks and they should oh, no, kick it I off the album. It, kick it. it off the album and, and it'll Lily's lose nothing. Garden as well, Les don't particularly oh, like that. that oh, there's like another Lily's song Garden, on there or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But there's a couple of songs that Les hates and I'm like, he, huh? said, he said that he thought that what? V-Day was the worst Wild Dog yeah, song ever. Yeah, he thinks it's awful. Oh, I like, think it's the worst on that no, album, yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the way it works. This is why music's is great. Isn't music man. a beautiful thing? <laughs> it's great, isn't it? So, yes, I, I, I do hope everybody's enjoyed that, that look at you too. I mean, I've learned some stuff there. I mean, I know we've we've hit on a lot of the, the actual keynotes, some of the big stuff, but um, I think there's enough... Enough meat in there for a part two about everything after yeah. that, and, and we'll go from, like from after this album up until, what would be the present day kind of thing. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a U two, and we'll we'll explore Bono a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we can digress we'll, massively, but we haven't actually established. Yeah. Do you know why they actually called U two? No. Because everyone knows it's Bono, the Edge, and U uh, two. Is that right? No, it's just what I'm reading off a tablet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> bon Elliott and you two cunts who wanted to play BB King songs. <laughs> I don't even know who BB King is. <laughs> you remind me of a young Lenny Henry. Why <laughs> well, Lenny Henry always? <laughs> <laughs> I keep referring to that Louis Walsh. You remind me of it, Yelly. Yelly. Right, you know what happens now. Let's have a song. Let's have a song to play out. You didn't get to pick last the last time you were on. Obviously, I picked the Gallagher song, the Liam song for Christmas. Yeah, that was Christmas. Time before that was Christmas. Was there. campaign? Yeah. Uh, what you want? Lordy, lordy, lord. Nothing anything, anything. Be, uh, uh, oh, what can we do? Why you two? The more different from this, the better. Uh, Don't keep the theme, man. It literally could be anything. Les unfortunately picked an Iron Maiden song at the end of the last episode. He really books. He's obsessed with them at the moment. <laughs> um, because you mentioned Les and this, that, that and Les will listen to this. Yeah. But Les might. He mentioned you, and unbelievably, the first thing that came into my head, <laughs> strangely enough, was On the Turn by Curb Dog. Is that it, yeah? When's this from? Okay, so I hope everybody has enjoyed this bumper episode, longest episode ever of the Personal Jukebox podcast. This is the best podcast I've ever done, and, <laughs> and I'll refrain from getting massively drunk this time. Yeah, no, it's good, it's nice. 
He kept his uh, kept it in check. Kept his sobriety <laughs> uh, until about eight o'clock. <laughs> Right, I've, got, I've kept you away from the Wolves game tonight as well. I don't even know the result. No, I don't. Um, yes, the stuff coming up. Thank you for listening, guys. Do the reviews, do the listens, do the shares. Loads of shares of the last episode, I liked it. Um, thank you very much to Mr Ning. Thank you. Yes, good stuff. Right, we're back soon. Thank you very much, guys. Bye.